0: Get the max out of your tax refund at iMart Express. With two pairs starting under $40, bucks. you will spend less on the have-tos and keep more for the want-tos. Our quality glasses are made in-store by skilled lab techs that take care of your glasses from start to finish, getting them back to you with same-day speed. Get two pairs of glasses starting under 40 bucks, or two pairs of progressives for under 80 Our prices won't break the bank. Your tax refund goes further at iMart Express.
2: Welcome into DZ on Screen episode 425. Today is a special episode of our podcast, an episode a long time in the promising. But you know, not that not that long in the making. I'm your host David C. Robertson, this is my co-host Jason Goss. Hello. And uh, we have a guest on the show today. It's really uh, it's really exciting. Long-time listener and dude, host of a pretty new podcast. That has become my favorite, my personal favorite podcast called Stealing the Remote. Eli Ophelders.
0: Good evening. Over here, at least. Uh, thanks for having That's me. Close here. I'm, it's It's been a while. <laughs> it's, it's, it's You've never done it's, this show it, before. Over a, over a year. No, since we <laughs> talked about it.
2: Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it, it took a cause... while like, before we, we got this like together. But it's a nice number. Like, I... I I should have just waited for four or twenty-five to begin with. Like, I'm right. happy with that.
2: Well, you know, I don't know. I don't have anything to say about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> only that we're getting we're off to a great start,
2: Eli. Uh, before we start the show,
0: tell them about your show. Uh, yeah, you've you've mentioned it before, for which I I can only thank you. Um, I uh, started off with the concept of wanting to introduce my mom to the geeky stuff I like and some great movies that she otherwise just wouldn't watch. So essentially I just force her to watch a movie with me and then discuss it, and sometimes it works out and she's very impressed by my taste and sometimes she's not so amused by what I showed her. So uh, it, it it goes up and down, but we have fun with it and uh, I'm, I'm very glad you enjoy it still.
2: I think it's a great show. I really do. Thank
0: you. Um the con the concept alone was gold, I thought.
1: Yeah. I yeah I'm, I'm still surprised
0: Eli. I got her to do it with me. Like it's still like I convinced her somehow and now she's just watching DC things with me and some Marvel stuff and, and we're getting into Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and, and
1: Yeah, we have plans. Just taking her taking her through modern geekery, just one one concept at a time. I, I like exactly. It. I I, was, I really want your uh, to show like to have like a thumbnail though of um, like the clockwork iron shot with your mom, <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't seen that anywhere in the in the show notes. Unfortunately, not no. We'll have to see if All I can right. make that happen.
0: Yeah, you've, not sure you've if got. She'd like, cooperate. Like, yeah.
2: How many how many pages of suggestions do you have from me alone?
0: Well, you, you're you're not that bad yet. Like you 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 said you could mention. Pages and pages of suggestions, but you've only suggested like six, so most of the <laughs> list still still consists of every comic book movie ever, of which mm-hmm. I'm sure we're not gonna watch every one of them because
1: that's, that's oh, yeah. just a bad idea. I have to still who convince needs to her watch Tank Girl? They're good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, you've got to call your shot a little bit, right? Like you can't can't give her too many just really questionable or crap movies at a time maybe
0: yeah it's it's a balancing act of just going like i want to show you this but on the other hand i need you to like it enough to actually go on with this project so it's it's there are some films i'm just like i should probably skip this one even though it's part of history and and i enjoy it for those reasons but
1: yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Or you throwing like a Ghostbusters or something just to kind of cleanse the palate? Like we all we all know this was good. Let's hit. Let's give it a watch.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes I know it's it's like time for a little bit lighter stuff that's just fun and she'll enjoy and and won't leave a sour taste in her mouth or anything. Mm. I did I did ruin her childhood at some point because she knew Batman from that Adam West days, and we watched the '60s movie, and and it was different from how she remembered it so that was uh a bit of a shock
1: <laughs> yeah that's about
0: right yeah, it was kind that of happened of... to me too i mean i i thought it was <laughs> i was
1: i thought that was a real batman when i was like three watching reruns exactly and a, a couple yeah. of years later even i was oh yeah well, this yeah is she, funny she had
0: to go through that at at this age so i had to explain to her oh, oh. everyone everyone has this phase of like you'll you you'll see what it
1: is <laughs> Yeah. Before you can enjoy it for what it is, I mean, if you're if you're less than yeah. five, maybe six, when you see that for the first time, there's a good chance you you know you took it seriously and were like, "Yeah, go beat him up." Exactly. I'm not at all questioning that you know a potted plant falling three times was the catalyst of this episode, but <laughs> let's do it.
2: You know, what's, what's weird is like I would see like the humor in the show and just be like, "Yeah, no, humor belongs in drama." I don't understand the problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, good for you. You were a wise child.
2: But you know what? Firefly is my favorite show. So yeah, I was
1: gonna say. Oh wait, like you somewhere haven't seen that yet. Joss <laughs> was just wringing his hands, thinking like, "Yes, my pretties, <laughs> I shall harvest you when the time is right."
2: <laughs> you shall be harvested. Oh. Now back to writing Roseanne. Right. <laughs> now he wasn't there yet, but anyway. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we <laughs> came up with this idea. To uh, talk about the movies that we would like to see, whether they be from the comics or uh, or the animated shows or whatever. Uh, live-action versions, what would we want to see? What storylines do we want to see adapted into live-action? Uh, and they can be DCEU, or they could be Else Worlds or whatever, what have you. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, we have that new and,
0: banner to play with now, so...
2: Yeah, if that's really a thing. I mean, I think it is, based on... <laughs> Stuff that's happening this week, uh, which
1: we Probably. will talk about.
2: Actually, that episode will come out first. But
1: uh, <laughs> anyway, oh, based on things lines. we've already talked about, I mean, yeah, yeah, we've talked we about that. Totally, uh,
2: continuity production schedules aren't wonky. <laughs> yeah,
0: especially anyway. that news that's going to come out like tonight. But like, you'll you'll have talked about that already, and and it'll be <laughs> wonderful. Movie you know fantastic. what? By the
2: time by the time we actually get to recording the news episode for this week everything will probably have changed like last week Ben Affleck is is was Batman now he's not Batman again every week mm-hmm.
0: every week yeah, we but, go back but, to be fair forth. that goes back and forth every week so that's yeah. that's a regular thing that's to, that's just to be expected like is it an even or an odd week that's that's how it works yeah this is Sometimes why we actually we considered
1: calling moratoriums on certain subjects until you know x thing happened like until they're unset you know maybe we just don't even discuss whether Ben Affleck's the Batman. Yeah. Yeah, that might make sense. Cuz <laughs> like, like if I see so in much. variety that someone else has been cast, we'll deal with it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: If there's something concrete, we can we can discuss this, but right now it's just uh Yeah. So much unless it, much to do about nothing. Unless yeah. it
2: becomes, you know, not unlike a Will Ferrell comedy sketch where it just becomes so repetitive that it's now funny.
1: It's it's kind yeah. of hit that point. Yeah. We are we are really pretty close <laughs> to close. the more cowbell moment <laughs> of uh of the Batman news.
2: Mm-hmm. Alright, so did did I explain the premise of this episode well enough? I don't, I don't, I don't think feel you like we got
1: through it. No. I, 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 I let's let's start over. So you were saying we're we basically wanted to it's, it's you know what would what'd we want to see? Like uh
2: What would what storyline would we want to see either from the comics or wherever? Or even in some cases that you know we've just something we've always wanted to see that has never really fully been done uh, anywhere. Yeah, uh, it,
0: it doesn't strictly have to be adaptations because not everything on my list is an adaptation of a specific storyline. It's more like just a concept of this I would want. But yeah, that's that's me too. Just what what else that isn't already in development would we actually like to see from DC? mm Hmm.
2: And I posed the question on, on all social, social media outlets, uh, that we're a part of and, uh, got a lot of cool responses and we'll get to those at the end of the show. But, um, yeah. I guess let's just go ahead. I guess let's DC movies that we want to see. Let's call it, let's call it that. <laughs> okay. And we'll start off with you, Eli, you're the guest. So you're, we're going to start off with you.
0: Okay. So, Say stuff. Ooh, I'm on the spot. <laughs> uh, um. Well, I guess uh, honorable mentions first, I suppose. Um huh? cuz Honorable mentions the... first. Yeah, like before number yeah. 10 I have to mention what was number 10 first, like I I can't like get around that. I I was thinking about like putting the the Batman stuff sort of towards the bottom cuz we've gotten a lot of Batman and we'll get more Batman, so it's not the things I'm most hyped about necessarily. So I'm like, I'd be more interested in seeing other things, but I, I immediately went to like something along the lines of long Halloween would be nice. That was the, the, the first number 10 I had. And the only one I really changed out in the, the list I eventually ended up with. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I was like, I, we, we need that detective story that we've, we, that mystery, that noir that we've, all as fans been been clamoring for basically for for a while now. Like that's that's an angle we we need more of, mm-hmm. and it's it's. I mean, it's great. It's that that twist. Damn it, damn it. Mm. Uh, it's, yes. It's, so it's it's. It, I'm, I'm you you'd still have to adapt it, of course, but it it would be nice to see. I think. Uh, so that was my original thought, but then when I went through. Uh, some other things I have in my in my uh, bookcase and and like my collection and I read some of the comments. Um, I saw Ahmed Pryor uh, come up with the way more obvious thing that has been hinted at already, uh, namely a Red Hood slash Death in the Family type thing. Because mm-hmm. we have a Dead Robin already in the universe, and something needs to happen with that. Come on, so um, yeah. I I for me that sort of takes a spot like above that it, it it beats out the the long halloween for me as in like that's that's that was a really good animated movie you could do something really really nice with that you could incorporate harley because we've apparently established that she's an accomplice even if the the hat cannon stuff with the the grill didn't quite match the timeline but uh no we, we, give give jared leto something to do Mm-hmm. uh that that doesn't have to be a, a, a another joker is the villain type movie uh if you make it about red hood about jason about death in a family and get get all that in there so mm-hmm. I, i'd be really excited to see that at some point in the future
2: so that's your number 10 red hood that's slash death 10. in the family yeah yeah all right i think it's a good one like uh yeah long halloween was actually on one of my uh honorable mentions but uh, I don't think Death in the Family is on my top ten. Death in the Family is on my honorable mentions, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot
1: on your honorable mentions list. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is. <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. What you got, Jason? He could write an honorable mention kind of in his sleep. Um, well, I'm going to take its namesake, I think, as uh, what I think would be a great movie. Uh, Death of the Family. Uh mm. the recent run with the faceless joker uh reclaiming yep. his face and sicking uh the bat family against itself basically um pointing out to Bruce and um the rest of the 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 bat orphans at the same time that you know at the end of the day he loves he loves me more than you kids
2: Yeah he'll let you die but uh, he won't
1: kill me yeah, mm. hell of a twist. Uh, I think it, play, it it's well well titled, I think, because uh, Snyder obviously knows his shit, and he took the lesson that I think Jason Todd was pissed off about, was like, that guy's still walking around, but I'm dead, um, or I was. And uh, yeah, death in the family to death of the family. Like uh, This is Joker upping the ante and just saying, I don't even have to kill him. I can still remove him from real life. Really yeah. fun psychological yeah. stuff. No, that was a strong, strong, strong arc. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great and right I mean, it's a, got a lot, lot of fan tie-ins be... to like Catwoman, Suicide Squad that you can play with and get some other people in. The thing about Man, I'm you know, sure, <laughs> no good.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone would be just just excited alone about the fact that. That would fix all the issues with Jared Leto's face and and the tattoos, and people could just shut about <laughs> shut up about that. Like just that cut would be off. nice.
1: It that's that's how it works. That would be nice. I mean, Gotham at least played with the idea that his face was, uh, you know, a movable piece. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't go as I far still as they have could it have caught up. But um, yeah that that's all i that's all I need to tell you then.
2: Well, you know, I think if they did a Death of the Family uh, movie, they could, you know, throw in the pertinent parts of Death in the Family. Because honestly, like, I don't want to see, like, I even though Death in the Family is on my honorable mention list, I don't want to see Jason Todd running all over the earth looking for his mother. I don't really yep. want to see, yeah. like, uh, I don't really want to see I have Amnesty Joker because I'm in the UN. I don't really want to see any of that.
0: I just <laughs> yeah no death in the family you, you have can, to you really skip that, really but, adapt
1: like but you could take the two suggestions together easily and and kind of yeah. have a yeah yeah a prelude uh, almost a, like man of man of still krypton era level prelude like good 15 minutes mm-hmm. um that kind of wraps up the death in the family storyline and Jason todd dying and then tied into to now like bruce wayne's still trying to recover it's this ages this you know it's bat at his current age and the joker's still fucking nice. with him a little bit and Still, like, taking pieces mm-hmm. of the puzzle away from Batman after all this time, you know. Yeah? Yeah, you could tie them both together pretty easily, and then, uh, you know, if you want to, slough off his face at the end and recast him, I guess. Whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's how cutting off faces works. Like, if you put yeah. it back, it's suddenly a different
1: person. It's a different person, yeah. It's not like the head skull structure or anything. It's, it's fine.
0: No, no, no. It's, it's a different face. That's, that's, yeah. come on yeah i mean you it's know,
1: a basic biological fact that every single human skull is the exact same shape so this shouldn't surprise mm-hmm. you in any past it doesn't they, uh, really No. yeah you just it's just uh just the face that's different so yeah you know that, that nicholas cage could... movie made sense i promise
2: it didn't i promise <laughs> <laughs> um yeah anyway i'll go to I'll, I'll go to my uh first one here um it should be no surprise to Jason, but maybe the listeners won't realize that this is something I want, um, or even know what it is, which is why I've included the a, a little blurb from the DC Wikia, um, Adam Strange.
1: Mm-hmm. You do have a weird affection for Adam, I mean, that's not so much a weird one. <laughs> I, mean, I really he's a cool want an Adam though.
2: Strange movie. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's basically DC's version of John Carter of Mars.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um no, he's he's you've always been like idly fascinated by him, but I think when you saw him on Young Justice, you were like, No, I've gotta have more of this guy. No, like, no yeah, I mean, we well, your passion well, we, for him, it seemed like
2: it didn't really reignite anything. It was just like, Yes. <laughs> that was all there was. But like I think part
1: of my passion <laughs> Some co- I think part of my SARS passion for Adam Strange
2: Well, like on, on Young Justice, they updated him so much. Like, I really don't want an updated Adam Strange. Like, I want an old style. Like movie serial version of Adam Strange. Ah. Now, uh, as per the DC Wiki, uh, uh, Adam Strange was once a mere human archaeologist. One day, while working on a dig in South America, Adam was transported to the planet of Ron via the Zeta Beam. Their leader Sardoth had invented the Zeta Beam, which could teleport matter over light years of distance. He immediately befriended the Ronians and took up a flight a flight pack and a ray gun <laughs> to assist them. <laughs> While there, he all, he met and fell in love with Sardeth's daughter named Alana. Um, I don't know, man. He's got a he's got a red and white suit, so that you should like him. This Alabama colors. But he's got this <laughs> stupid fin on his head and a, and a freaking rocket pack, and he runs around with a, a ray gun shooting aliens. Um, and you know, I would probably just do the first so movie as like
1: him. What are you not supposed mm-hmm? to love here is the question.
2: Yeah, uh, and I would yeah. just throw him right into the middle of the Ron Thanagarian War, like right off. Yep off the bat
1: what well, what you may actually want is a like a Netflix series or something uh, it, it, I just, might just like one called Ron <laughs> or something like that where it focuses on Adam strange and and his character and his his arrival and like by the end of season one he's not only like become accepted but he's a leader and now that's like the beginning of the Ron and Th- Thanagarian war hmm like season two is like now he's kind of a he's kind of a you know they're', they're de facto uh, you know war leader
2: well I kind of like the idea that the Zeta beam like Only like like he times his life around the when the Zeta Beam hits, so like he Mm -hmm. goes to Earth, he has his life as an archaeologist, and then like gets sucked over to Ron for a minute and becomes like this like ridiculous superhero. Like I like all of that. I think it's really I think it's a really fun idea. (laughs)
1: Like he shows up sometimes. He's like, well, I'm here for two and a half years. One way better make the most of it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I really want it to look like you know like the like the old like retro sci-fi like sky captain in the world of tomorrow you know
0: that's a niche market probably but i i get that oh, yeah. feel like i i i know why you like it but it's it's that would be fun like i've i've never read a page of his stuff but i i recently listened to another podcast i think who talked about them so i i know stuff about the the war with thanagar and and now just for that reason alone but that it's it's it is a character that that seems very very made to to fit in that style like like to just camp that up to to that old sci-fi feel of just like he has a ray gun and a jetpack and that's that's it like superpowers <laughs>
1: have fun and a lot of moxie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. All right, back to you, Eli. What you got?
0: Number nine. Um. This is the the last pure Batman idea I had, but of course I I have to mention I I want a Riddler movie eventually, not a Riddler solo movie like we're getting with Joker, but like one where Riddler is 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 the villain. It mm-hmm. and it's I don't have a specific storyline in mind, but that's mainly because I don't necessarily know of a brilliant Riddler storyline because he's really hard to write, as I'm sure Batman Forever proved. Uh, but it's, it's like people always talk about the one where that is sort of too supernatural for my taste. I forgot the name for a second, but, uh, I, I don't necessarily know one that is just, just great, but I, I feel like there's a lot of potential just in that character. And it's about damn time we do something that isn't Jim Carrey with the character.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I the agree. new books are doing like the the War of Jokes and Riddles is uh, kind of a series that's I think about to wrap up or just did. Where mm-hmm. uh, in yeah, this version close. he's got uh, in this version like the Joker has shot him in the stomach, um, right at the right at the center. So he's got a nice scar. And while he's while he's there, he like finishes the scar and makes the the bullet wound at the bottom of a question mark on his chest and stuff like that. Oh, of course, um, yeah, like kind of a lot more physically menacing. Uh, looks like a little bit what they were trying to do in the um, the VR games that are coming out right now where. Not VR. Um what's that rotoscope? set of games.
2: Oh, yeah, um, what is it called? <sighs> it's gonna kill me. Um It's right on the tip of my tongue. It's floating around in my brain. From Netherworld?
1: Or Nether Realm? Uh Netherrealm? Yeah. The Telltale thing. Telltale, Telltale series. Telltale yeah, series. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. No, that's thank that's you.
0: what I said. I just didn't hear something, but
1: yeah, yeah, you, you, you had it. Um, but yeah, they're they're doing a, a more serious take. It's not like the the, the floppy, almost like uh, it looked like a fourth stooge, the dude in uh, Long Halloween, for instance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just, just rough. Um, I've yeah, always I, wanted I would, to see I would, I would, like, like, like a,
2: Riddler as like Kevin Spacey from The Usual Suspects. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Or uh, we used to fantasize about um, uh, Michael Fassbender getting like the Riddler or the Joker. Even actually,
2: no, I've always said Batman or the, or the Joker.
1: Uh, that was it. Yeah. It was uh, Riddler. I couldn't decide if I wanted it to be Alan Tudyk or Michael Fassbender. That was a huff. That was a really that's, hard that's, conversation with myself.
2: I don't know. I only want to see the. I, I want to see Alan Tudyk as uh, the Joker.
1: Yeah. yeah, he'd have a lot of fun. But
2: though. uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Know well, who I, I wouldn't want to see any of those people as the Riddler,
1: though. Um, yeah, I was, I'm still down with Fassbender. It'd give it some gravitas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, kind of. It's like, it's hard to not take him seriously. You'd have to, for at least the first 30 minutes of the movie, when you saw him, you'd be like, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm going to give him a second. I'm going to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. But I do like the, <laughs> the usual suspects angle. Like, he, he
0: was, in, in the, the graphic novel Joker, he was, I believe, like, not not crippled, but he was he was walking with a cane. And he was also sort of not physically imposing in that sense, but, but really, was a, it was an interesting take, even if he was in it for, like, two pages.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, let me change one <laughs> <laughs> background notes um should I go should I go on with my next one yeah do
2: it man do it
1: i'm going to i'm going to mention one just to have it off everyone's plate cuz um it's one of two that i know we all want kingdom come
2: okay oh gosh yeah
1: it has to happen yeah
2: i mean it doesn't i have get to get that but.
1: the world is short one good kingdom come take <laughs> i i read that like
0: pretty recently and I don't know. It's it. It hasn't quite landed for me. I don't think because it's it's not on my list. Partly because I knew that it would be on on you guys's. So mm-hmm. I, I I I'm not opposed to that because it would be really interesting. But it's also like a classic that isn't necessarily really dear to me. So I, I'm I don't have any really strong feelings about it because at times I just find Alec, uh, Alex Ross hard to to read in, in a way that because he has no no lines it's it's occasionally just like there's so
1: much happening and it's beautiful yeah. and I love it but what is happening so you yeah, you can actually forget to, to get... turn to the next page and it's in his and that's yeah it's not a not a knock on the writing it's just you like get stuck staring at a an image and just kind of forget you're in the middle of a story and it's kind of nice you get excited like ooh there's another page <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it costs, yeah. But it's, it's gorgeous. That would maybe be the hardest problem. Is the story itself I think translates just fine to whatever medium you want to do. Mm-hmm. But if you tried to make this a DC animated film, it's just not it's going to feel like if it's I read it. It's never going to look that good. It's never going to yeah. look that good. It's going to cost way too much <sighs> to make it look that good. So I totally get how they haven't why they haven't done it. I think you just almost have to change the medium so thoroughly that you're not even trying. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Go go live action, you know, go heavy SFX, but don't even attempt. It's just, no, I mean, no, no cinema photographer for less than several hundred million dollars is going to be able to match what he did in that book, so.
2: I feel like if you did Kingdom Come, despite whatever the haters say, you got to have Zack Snyder doing it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, yeah, that, that, yeah. It feels like the kind of, yeah, him and uh, and that director uh, of he photography followed. he's been working with forever for so long. Time. Was it a cinematographer or a DP? I can't remember, but. Well, he one guy, guy is you, with, like, you mean. He's yeah, it's mm-hmm. the guy he's been working with forever. Larry Fong.
2: Yeah. Fong, yeah. Um but uh the uh yeah, gosh team. We all we
1: all know that one's we all know that one's gonna be on the list of things we wish we had, you know, in, in like a vital sit down at a theater kind of format. But again, mm-hmm. I I I think we just explained all the reasons we maybe don't have that.
2: Yeah. Uh now per Wikipedia for those who don't know what Kingdom Come is, for the three of you out there. Um <laughs> or issue Four-issue Elseworlds story by Mark Wade and Alex Ross, uh, set in the year 2020 where Superman and his generation of heroes from the Justice League days have been succeeded by a new generation of heroes whose ideals are more nihilistic, caring less about the people they're supposed to protect and more about their own egos, and are found even clashing with each other as much as they do with the villains. Uh, it is when a major a major disaster happens when Superman decides to rein in the new generation of heroes in the hopes that they would reform and adopt his generation's ideals of being what a superhero is about. I, I love that notion. I love uh, old Batman and his like body brace with giant robots yeah. running around in Gotham. Uh, Superman <laughs> living in a holographic Kent farm. Uh, yeah. Green Lantern just kinda of chilling in this big ring fortress, you know. And honestly, I love Spectre and the and the priest. I love all of the revelation prophecies being about the Justice League. That is my shit, dog. Oh my yeah. gosh.
1: <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. It's just and it has one of my favorite scenes. I think I've uh mentioned it a few times even before. It was like they Superman goes into a nightclub to recruit. And like, as he mm-hmm. leaves, like one of the one of the nihilistic uh, super teens that was there just you know, just wasting her time, kind of looks to the other person and says like, "I, you know, I've I've never seen him before, but after seeing him, I might follow that man into hell." And it's it for me. It's just perfect. Like that's that's the Superman I want to believe in. Is like the moment you see him, you're like, "Uh, uh I, what do you need me to do?" Like, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what battle you're in right now, but what could you need me to like get coffee? I don't care. I'll help. <laughs> uh, I'll set up an email account for you. I don't, you know, whatever.
2: After seeing him, I'll follow him into hell, or you know, get a coffee. coffee.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever. All right. Hey. I, I would. It would be worth it to see just just to see in live action that that bar or that restaurant where everyone is dressed up as superheroes. That that notion alone, to see
1: that in live action, I would die happily.
2: Yeah. Yeah. God, that'd production for
1: that would be like oh god. It'd be like a million dollar days worth of production. Mhm. It just it, I I feel like it would be such penny. a huge money budget. I mean, if we're talking in that same scene, I think it's like uh some guy gets a hand put through his chest and and it's it it's just weird. Yeah, now know that you mentioned it. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> no. that far far future of 2020. Yeah. I mean, I'd be right about that. I mean,
1: they'd
2: have have to update it for the movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Anyway. All right. I I think I'm confabulating that with another scene, but it's still, it's it's an expensive scene. But uh, what uh, what you got,
2: to? Um, Actually, I had a Kingdom Come on there, so I just talked about it, and now I'm going to go back to Eli, because I just talked about Kingdom Come (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) 2. I have one that's sort of... uh, out there it's uh i i would still like to see a green arrow and black canary film i know we have the show but i'm i'm like of all those characters out there that we just haven't seen on the big screen yet those two i i would like to see and i would like to see done perhaps more faithfully in a sense because well we all know how laurel lands sort of ended up and that shitstorm they went through with with the whole uh different black canaries uh, throughout Mm -hmm. all the seasons so the rotating canary yeah basically so uh i'd I'd be be curious to see what they could do with that in the dceu
2: oh yeah i mean you know when you were talking about the show i'm like yeah but that shit ain't real um (laughs) (laughs) yeah we've been given a version
1: but it wasn't like I said, it wasn't a fateful adaptation of those characters. No, it's 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 basically still Batman. But I, mm-hmm. I'd like one with a beard, for
0: example. Just just to be weird about the, the superficial things. I wouldn't mind seeing that beard. Yeah. Or um, other.
2: I wanna see I wanna see the goatee, I wanna see, you know, super liberal <laughs> Ollie.
1: Yep. Yeah. Like I I I, I w- want I want see... Hawkman
2: in there too. Just so we can like, get the, the back and forth.
1: Yeah. Um, you you wanna see like a a scene where they're both watching some some uh, kind of fake version of Fox News on the and, <laughs> and Ollie comes in and just starts yelling at the television and you know, why turn this shit off? Are you kidding me? This you know. Hawkman like, just be quietly grabs, news. like quietly grabs the control. I think they just have to disguise it and be like, this is like uh what do you call it? Like uh, sk- Onyx news or skunk news or something, whatever you want to do. Um mm-hmm.
0: just some animal that seems like a Meerkat
1: fox. News something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meerkat news. Meerkat news. I'm sure it stands for something. Um, yeah, you you could see like Ollie come in and start yelling it at uh, who turned this crap on? Blah blah, blah. And then like, you know, Hawkman's got the controller like literally under his mallet or under <laughs> yeah. what do you call it? The, the 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 what is it? The Death Mall Warhammer? Is that it? Warhammer? Anyway, Morning, sir. Uh, Morningstar, Star. uh Star. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I know all that, the words today. It's really weird. Yeah, you're winning. While you're the bike winning. is, it's ah, oh. it's <laughs> well, being we, recorded we, for posterity. This is fantastic.
2: <laughs> we could go like yep. a Frank Miller route with it instead of Fox News. It's called Foxy News, and all the yeah. uh,
0: <laughs>
2: all of the uh, newscasters are just really buxom young ladies who are reporting on very right wing uh, spun news stories.
1: Right. Sounds good to
0: me. Just just rip his arm at some off point, like rabbit. Ollie,
1: yeah, like at some point, let Ollie get control of the uh, through whatever means of distraction he has to gets the controls away from from Hawkman and turns the channel to CNN and like for which I guess is like YNN or something here. And then just for just for a second, he's like, "See, let's listen to some real stuff." And then he's interrupted by the the uh, Morning Star being thrown at the television. <laughs> just one yeah. shot of the Morning Star straight through the freaking television, hung into the wall. You know. <laughs> how this would fit into a larger narrative we're not sure yet but but i only need 60, 60 seconds to tell that story exactly. like, that's all and it's something they, you haven't gotten I'm... with any of the ollies so far like no left-wing anything and man he's just such a he's that's that's part of who he is it does seem like it's missing
2: mm-hmm well i, I mean i want wisecracking but... ollie too i
1: Wise cracking on is good. Like even then, wise cracking Ollie even even in era of, is something I feel like they could have done more of. Yeah. They, like they want him yeah. to be taken very seriously, so he, he didn't you don't have to, it didn't have to be puns. We don't have to take a page out of Batman and Robin here, but you could still make Yeah, like, please don't. Yeah. But you could still have him equip a little bit, have him enjoy himself a little, and uh, yeah.
2: <sighs> also, I like
1: every I, summer I miss the I think womanizing a little maybe bit. Maybe this year.
2: I
3: he do kind kinda of miss is. He just takes
1: in whole season arcs, but he has pretty much womanized most every woman that's come onto that show.
2: Yeah, I mean they did it. That's They fair. did it like they did it early on, where they were like, "Oh man, he's a piece of crap," and you're like, "Yeah, he is." And uh, you know what? with a piece you know, of crap with a heart with of gold. girlfriend I mean, sister and stuff. That's messed right. up. But well, now it's like you know they've pushed it so far to the point where he's just like. I I feel like he's saving himself for Felicity now or something. It's real weird. <laughs> like they're yeah. trying to push the Felicity angle so much, and I just I don't care no, about no. that at all. Um, but then you know if
1: and there's still some business Black Canary with that reporter had, that I feel like wasn't completely wrapped up.
2: Yeah, that was weird. But um, you know if they had if Black Canary had been the Black Canary that you know we got in the comics like Dinah Lance and actually. I'm sorry, it was played by someone. They, yeah, if if they gave her good lines or had a you know an arc for God's sake for her that made any sense really, or if the actress wasn't awful. Yeah, yeah I could. Say, I would rather him be with Black Canary overall.
0: Yeah, of yeah. course, and I mean, like the the chemistry between those two alone in like Injustice Two was was just so much fun. Like you can easily just translate that into into film
3: mm-hmm. you if know it just
0: worked out like they probably planned when they started season one of hero like oh this will be black canary and they'll be together like if that had actually worked you might have gotten something similar but yeah
1: no yeah. they, they they've waffled so hard on that Mm-hmm. I mean, they have burnt the shit out of that waffle, because like, at this point, they, they started with, we're going to have them both on screen, and then we're going to ship them a little bit, but we're going to do something different, and no, oh, we're not going to do it at all, and then, oh, wait, she's Canary. um We're confused, too, but bear with us. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to put Oliver with anyone, anyone at all that's not Black Canary, and then we're, in, in our private uh, talks with interviewers, we're just going to say that, well, you can't have Black Canary and Green Arrow on the same screen without putting them together. They they've been all over the place, man. I've heard all of that happen, and all all of those contradictions happen in, in just a matter of months. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right.
2: So uh, you done with the Green Arrow or the Black Canary movie? You have an idea for the villain or anything?
0: Uh, I should have probably <laughs> given that more thought. Uh, no, not not necessarily. I think I've I've set my 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 piece.
2: All right. Um, I mean, you know, no judgment. You don't have to come up with a villain.
1: <laughs> Thank God.
0: Or would have been thrown you're off just... the show by by number 8 like ooh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's going to happen instead is like later we're going to be in the middle of a sentence and you're just going to yell like onomatopoeia. I knew there was someone I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Can we go back? All right, no. Jason, what you got? What you got, um, Jason? I am just going to say this generically, and this is going to be a little annoying um, in a certain way, but if you've read it, then hopefully you'll agree with me. If you haven't read it, uh, and and Dave hasn't, and I refuse to spoil it, so I'm going to be very generic with my description, but uh, Grant Morrison's Animal Man series. Mm. I I don't want to say what happens, necessarily. I want to say that there's enough vignettes happening, there's enough weirdness happening that... uh, and I have this. I have the suggestion for three of the things on my list. Is I don't want a movie. I want a Netflix series. Oh, that's interesting. I I started thinking. I'm gonna format have to read this now, right? It's so flipping good, man.
0: Consider it put on the list of very, very many graphic novels I
1: have yet to read. Yeah, and I think it's like uh, three different volumes when you get it in graphic. But it's it's completely worth it. Um, Morrison. I mean, he takes he takes a character like Animal Man and makes him, uh, as Morrison is is wont to do, he makes him a way more powerful than you thought. Um, <laughs> B has way more depth than you, you you thought as a as a relatable person in in the real world. And he does. He sets him in a real world that somehow uses Morrison esque logic. where, like you you can you can have a real world and a real family and real feelings, and then the next thing you know, there's want Beast, and you're like, cool. Where are we going? Let's do this. <laughs> You know, it's uh, Morrison is so good at being spacey and uh, grounded at the same time. It's it's really phenomenal. So I yeah. don't want
0: cheapen in and of itself. Yeah,
1: I don't want to. I don't want to spoil where the series goes because there's uh, in the last few issues of it. There's it goes into a place that's kind of just just trippy and wonderful, perfectly Morrison. And uh, I, I for anyone who who's read it, yeah, you probably you probably know what I'm talking about and I hope you agree, Netflix series, so you can get a full fleshed out, like, give me ten episodes. Ten hour-long episodes and do this. And it could fill it. It really could. Um, I mean, at least six. But uh, mm-hmm. I still don't want to ruin where it goes. I'm, I'm still harassing, haranguing even, uh, Dave, to, to get on that. Yeah, I
2: haven't done that yet. I'm sorry, buddy. I know.
1: It's just it's once every six months or so, I stop and remind you to do that. And it's been about six months now, so I thought this list was a great opportunity to pester you more. Yeah. Makes it kind of a short one, though. I don't want to go into too much more. So that was really all I had on it. All
2: right. Uh, and I will get to that. I've, I've read a couple of things about the Animal Man uh, with uh, with Morrison. And uh, it really made me want to read it. But I just haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go on to my, uh, my next one. Um, this is going to be a weird one. I apologize. Uh. But Robin Two: The Joker's Wild by Chuck Dixon and Tom Lyle. Are either of that, you familiar with
0: it? That doesn't nothing. even ring a bell. I got nothing.
1: <laughs> all right, so um, I've heard of that writer before. That's all I've got.
2: Sure. Uh, so Batman's in Rio fighting the idiot from the Idiot Zone series, uh, the very underappreciated, seldom remembered story by Peter Milligan and uh, and uh, drawn by Norm Brayfogle. But, um, it's just so, it, and they didn't actually, like, they just said that Batman's in Rio. Um, and Tim Drake is on his own in Gotham for the first time, uh, when, of course, Joker breaks out of Arkham. Uh, and the, I just, the story establishes Tim Drake as, as, uh, worthy of the Robin title. It, uh, it shows him outsmarting and ultimately taking down Joker. Uh, it also sets up a lot of Tim's family and, uh, and, uh, his friends, um, sort of just like Tim's world. So this, and this is largely why Tim, Tim Drake a little bit. Yeah, it really does. It is largely why Tim Drake is my, is my favorite Robin. Um, and I think you can, if, if I can, if I understand it correctly, you can get this story with a couple of others in Robin triumphant, the, uh, the Robin triumphant uh, trade paperback. Um, and this is, this is Joker's first encounter with a Robin after he killed Jason Todd. Oh. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, the 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 fact that <laughs> it's the Joker is just it's kind of a big deal since that's that's uh, Tim's first uh, first encounter with Joker. But yeah. um there's a lot of I mean,
1: great it's, scenes. It's coming as, up against like your <laughs> your most uh, potential and, and charged enemy just right out of the gate, man. I mean, that's that's rough.
2: Mhm. Um, I've always, you know, I, I read this after the animated series came out, uh, like right after. So I always heard, uh, Hamill's voice in there, but there's a great bit where like Joker comes back to get his, uh, to take his, uh, his gang back from Mr. Freeze. And they're all like, yeah, but we're freeze guys now. And he's like, Oh, don't worry about that. And like Mr. Freeze shows up and uh says uh you know the gang is mine now joker shoots him with a water gun and then electrocutes him and that's all it takes like it just <laughs> and the whole time he's making puns he's just making well, ice know. puns the whole time at mr freeze um
0: that that's great... better than having arnold do it yeah oh yeah yeah it is funnier but, like...
1: when it's someone using him against freeze
0: yep yeah Except when it's George Clooney, like, still, then it doesn't
1: quite yeah, they, work as well. Yeah. They hurt slightly less when they did it, if that helps. Yeah, marginally. <laughs> um, there's a great scene
2: where, um, where Joker sees Robin for the first time, and he just stares at him with mouth agape and goes, You! I killed you! It was just great. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's a really good story. Uh, beware, mullets abound. It was 1991. <laughs> they draw lots. Okay. They draw lots of mullets in this thing, but it's it's good stuff. Mm. All right, what you got, Eli? <laughs> I, um,
1: I mean, you make a good pitch, though. I want to read that now. Yeah, he I'm should, just gonna g-
0: have it. to go back and and write down all the the suggestions you guys had, like add them to my my thing. I'll actually have to listen to my own voice now. Wonderful, thanks. Um, <laughs> You're on the sick
1: voice too. You're gonna hate that. <laughs>
0: Yep. Yep. I hate that so much. Oh, Lord. Like, it's bad enough hearing myself through my own skull right now. Yeah. Uh, But for no And it's a universal
1: thing of like, no one likes hearing their own voice. No one likes. Nope. Nope. It is a dive. I get used to it editing a podcast, but that's about it. But that's it. It doesn't get. It's always grating. Yeah. Mm. Poor thing. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. What what you, you got?
0: Uh for number 7, I was just sort of uh, apparently working my way through the entire CW uh, universe cuz uh, I, I felt like we needed a Supergirl uh, in the in the DCEU. And to now now that I, I see it, I'm not sure how you would necessarily make it work as a standalone, but I I do feel like there's there's at least a market for it. So you you could if you could come up with, let's say, a stronger story than what's been done on TV so far, I I think that could be be worth something. And I've I've heard other people, uh, on another podcast, I can't remember which one, but uh, someone mentioned Chloe Grace Moretz as as a casting idea, and I was like, I do love her, so so going young at least would would be my my instinct to to sort of. Play up that angle instead of going with, "Hey, this is another grown-up woman who is essentially a female version of Superman."
1: Hmm, that work. Are you thinking current DCU though, or yeah, I, I feel like
0: like people are still going on about the Man of Steel, like one open uh, uh cocoon, whatever it was in in the in the scout ship. So there right. there are probably ways to work it in there that she exists in the universe. Um. I, I do feel like you could sort of squish it together with uh, another one on my list that we'll get to but in in a sort of uh, no I'll, I'll I'll get to that but there there is a way to sort of combine that with man of seal 2 and it's it's been done like I've seen it twice now so I'm sort of done with that so I figured I'd, I'll split them and and keep them separate. 'Cause I, I I think there's enough to be mined in, in that, that property that just hasn't really been done yet. Invent something new for all I care because it's not like Supergirl has a rogues gallery that's huge or, or very well known.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, and she does with the Legion, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that may I mean, be your ticket Super in though. And let's, the Legion. let's let's uh let's just throw her in the Legion and have like a Legion slash Supergirl movie and go with it. Yeah, that that could work.
0: I should have I come up with that first, but it's it's that would be a, a way to just sort of combine it and make a bigger story out of it and, and make it movie-worthy in that sense and probably and that, make it worth it for the studio to actually have two versions again, like with The Flash, which is just so established of a character that they needed mm-hmm. to, basically.
1: Right.
2: If you do The Legion, though, that could be the way that, you know, since the scout ship crashed however many hundreds of years ago or whatever it was, Uh, that's how you get her from that point to, uh, present day because, you know, you just have a group of time travelers that she plays around with for a couple of months and then goes to hang out with Cal.
0: Yeah. That would work. See, we, we, why are we not hired yet? I
1: don't know. Uh, yeah. No one knows who we are. (laughs) Ah, that might be it. Well, even if they did, studios would be like, Hey, what
0: do you know?
2: And we give them the idea and they're like, "Uh uh-huh. What you got, Goyer? (laughs) Comics are dumb. We were going to hire that guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. His experience.
2: He doesn't like comics.
1: How do you feel about uh, Manhunter? Oh, I think he's a complete waste of a character. You're hired. <laughs> Please write Green Lantern Corps for us.
0: hmm <laughs> Yep. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Maybe this will be uh, one of the good ones again. Who
1: knows? <laughs> oh.
0: Know. Let's, let's be
1: hopeful. <laughs> yeah, I try to... <laughs> stay there at least until i'm leaving the theater
2: yeah all right what you got jason
1: uh i'm gonna stay on morrison for a second i want a genuine (laughs) horror film for arkham asylum Ah, uh all right a for real horror take like let's let's get a yeah like i want this to be a movie you, you you can't watch if there's a glare anywhere in the room like if someone's got their cell phone on you can't see anything that's happening
0: this could be really interesting, yeah. Cuz it's yeah, it's another one of those graphic novels that's just sort of slightly too artsy for my taste that I and I mean, I appreciate art, but it's like in a way that there's too little of a story that it doesn't stick with me that I I barely remember what went on in it, you know? So to to really twist that around and make it something in that medium that can be way more scary, like you can do something with, with that horror genre I, I'd be I'd be interested to see that yeah
1: I think it definitely it, it has the potential to be uh in its present tense story you know the story of, of Batman entering the asylum and almost having to face the idea that he, in the back of his head he kind of knows he belongs there it, 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 it him him going in and, and having a, a nice little kind of psychological horror movie happening in the present tense and then in the past tense all the stuff with Arkham with, uh, with Jeremiah Arkham I want to say um mm-hmm. probably. And yeah, it's basically a kind of a thriller slash murder mystery going on between like him and the origin with Mad Dog and all that stuff. It's just um, there's a lot of really dark shit happening that I think would make some uh, just fantastic kind of squirming in your seat. You know, you hear something, hear something in the back of the house. What was that kind of moment? Yeah, just yeah. just
0: really uncomfortable, like like that that sort of continuous tension more than just jump scare which is yeah. sort of what what some sort of horror has
1: become recently. Oh, absolutely. And I think there's room for really a couple of jump scares me. in there. Uh, yeah, you've, of course. You've probably like, got you can live without them. But. but it's also like the art style of that book is so... Uh, I mean, surreal is not quite the word, but it's maybe the best I've got. It's it's very disjointed. Like they're only, It feels like... Um, maybe what you were saying, Eli, was like... It, there feels like there are points of that story in that book where... You can tell they're actually trying to tell you know tell you what's happening right now, like him him talking to Two Face's doctor or something like that. Like you can like that's a thing that's really happening. And then there are whole pages where it feels like the the artist and Grant Morrison is just trying to like get get you like kind of the mood more than yeah, the actual like story. Impressions and yeah, like they they almost want to paint uh, the environment from Batman's perspective rather than actually telling what's happening to him. Which, again, I think just ties perfectly into like let's make this a full full fledged horror film. Let's do it. I can yeah, no, it. definitely and i mean i
0: have to sort of put in a caveat in the sense that i i think i read this one not only a while ago when i was young and innocent but uh when i, I think i bought it by accident in dutch which just just never buy a translated graphic novel it's just it's just <laughs> horrid it's oh my lord like you don't know what you how easy you have it but I accidentally bought the wrong edition, and I ended up with with a weird. It, it it just doesn't read the same way. Batman does not speak Dutch in in my book. That's
1: that's, that's how it works. I, I I can deal with that. Also, uh, Morrison's writing can be so flowery at times. Yeah, it might it, it, it been would hard be a little translate. hard to translate. I, I I could definitely see it being kind of a, a slight, a little bit of a problem there. I'm sure whoever did it tried their best. <laughs> That's...
2: Hey, as far as translations are concerned, uh, you know we we have the English, but we're we're pretty much lost on everything anime. I mean, they they <laughs> uh... they have dubs and everything, but like I was uh, I was hanging out with my girlfriend and her sister, and her sister is fluent in Japanese. Her sister actually lives Ooh. in Japan right now. But she's just like pausing it every few minutes going, That's not really that's not what they really said. Here's what they really said. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no, I have to I have that all the time, just with anything. My mom prefers to watch all the just regular American shows with Dutch subtitles and I am just so thrown off by every mistake and everything they do wrong and mm-hmm. there's just and sometimes it's 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 actually not even like bad translation. It's just you misheard what they said, like that's not what just what they just mentioned. They were talking about the other person. Come on.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's any it's, consolation, it's really I, frustrating to some know of, both. Some of the captions in English are off every now and then. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's just why, why, why. I mean, especially for TV, because for the for the most part, for TV, they literally just. You know, give it to a stenographer and and you know he or she types it on their way and then spits it out and they do a little proofreading and send it on its way. But mm-hmm. it's it's not a, a very thorough process. No, definitely. Like same goes for for subtitles. It's
0: it's always it, they must be really hurried because sometimes shit just slips through that is someone should have noticed that. But apparently there's there's
1: really no time to to get all of it out yeah. of, out of. Ugh. And you know, then you wonder how much uh, people care sometimes when, like, a huge, a pivotal part of the last season of The Flash was "I am the future." Flash. Well, is mm-hmm. there a comma in there or not? Damn it! And yeah, I, like I went Ooh. back and watched it, and there's there's a comma in there, and then you know, it it uh it, it, it ended up mattering. Like, yeah. Just looking at it, no, it as a transcript, that's but... just
0: annoying. Like, By if way... you feel like you need a script. <laughs> 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 By the way, what what were you? Oh no! Say? Go
2: ahead! Go ahead! Go ahead! Go <laughs> ahead!
0: <laughs> no i di- i didn't have anything so i was oh. like
1: <sighs> um now i was out i'm, I'm
2: yeah uh no, uh, on just, way. Uh, no yeah. you talking about getting annoyed by the little screw-ups and details like I, I watched um in preparation to listen to your show uh when you guys did uh Leon the professional um i went wow. back and watched that on hulu and i had the subtitles on and every time they cursed they had like they changed it out. Like, they kept the cursing in the movie, but in the subtitles, they changed it. And it was really weird.
0: Wow. It's that's That's just... Why clean that up?
2: Yeah. It was like, oh. by golly. And I'm like, he did not say by golly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best thing they could have gone with. <laughs> All right. Where, oh. where, where
2: are we at? Whose turn is it? I don't even know anymore. What?
0: What, what you... was the last thing we? Oh, horror and Arkham Asylum. So it's ah, your turn. Yeah, no, that's oh, okay. right. Yeah, it's deaf.
2: Yeah, I would totally watch the horror on. I mean, the the Ark. The, well, you know what I'm saying? The Morrison Arkham and Harcum. Arkham. I, yeah. I want to say somewhere that I read that he said that Morrison said that that was a uh, that was just a dream sequence. It didn't actually happen in continuity. That it was just something that it was like Batman's worst nightmare.
1: Uh yeah that works for me um but I would prefer sure. not have that framing device I don't want him to I don't want Bruce Wayne to wake up at the end of that film I just want him to go through it
0: yeah fair enough like, let's let's, let's it, not
1: we. make that explicit and just be like
0: well everything you just watched for the past two hours was yeah. not real like that's, or, that's well, just
1: sort of a cheat actually why I'd, not I'd I love that only, unusual suspect the suspects. only way I would do that is it's not Bruce Wayne wakes up at his house and Alfred has like a fruit cup waiting for him it's like Bruce Wayne wakes up in Arkham Asylum with the tags and tied down to the table. And like someone comes in with medicine for him that then would... I can deal with it. Also mind fuck
0: me in the best way, but it, it still sort of make, at least then it would thematically the other fit movies? Like his worst fears that canon, he, like,
1: I know, I know this would have to be an Elseworld movie. Like they're talking about doing, yeah, like it would thematically like, since part of the point of that story is it is his worst fear that he belongs there maybe more than any of them. And then in the movie he wakes up and he is there. And then you know, if you're gonna have him wake up, that's the only way I would accept it.
2: I think every Batman movie should end with him waking up in Arkham Asylum and then injecting him with something or get bringing him his pill, his pills. You know?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. This 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 is just better than canon. What we just came up with. It's, that's that's how it all happened. It's, it's too unrealistic. So it it this has to be the answer. This is just I'm the winning over Madman.
2: I'm winning friends. That's what I'm doing. Like yeah. Last week I talked about, like, Batman is a sociopath. He's a dick. He de- he doesn't deserve a happy ending. This week I'm like, no, he should just be in Arkham Asylum because he's in Looney Tunes.
3: He's completely... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right.
2: uh, all the
0: Bat fans are going to be so
1: happy with us. Of course.
2: Mm. All right, so... Got, my next pick, I think, is fairly obvious uh, DC New Frontier by Darwin Cook.
1: Yeah. Now, granted, yeah. we have the animated okay. movie, but of course, it didn't go far enough.
2: Yeah, we. No. <laughs> and this I mean, there, is oddly that enough is a thick another, book. Based on, on the yeah, Ultimate Watchmen edition, I'd say I'd, I would love to see Zack Snyder do this too. Um, but um, yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Wikipedia, as per Wikipedia. Uh, It is set from 1953 to 1960. Post-World War II, uh, sentiment and Cold War tension have pushed the age of the superhero into into decline. Uh, However, when a threatening alien presence emerges on Earth, a new era of superheroes must join forces with veteran heroes and an unfriendly United States government to battle the nemesis. Uh, I I, I love the idea of it. I love that uh, that Darwin actually went back and uh, wrote it to where they each become... Who they, you know, their superhero selves in the year where they premiered. I love the idea of Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman being Golden Age heroes, the, the Golden Age Trinity, uh, working with the Justice Society, and then winding up meeting the Silver Age characters. Um, mm-hmm. Silver Age versions of Green Lantern and Flash and, and Martian Manhunter.
1: And, uh, Wonderful version of much Wonderful little man. Oh, like, yeah. He's one of my favorite subplots in that story with um, the general, I, like I feel like you probably could have gotten out of here by now. I could have, but I was enjoying the game.
2: <laughs> yep. Um. And and you know, I guess that just goes back to like it is a period piece. I love that that retro sci fi feel. I, that there is a theme through my picks um, mm-hmm. and through my desires. Mm-hmm. Like I I really love that that uh, that aesthetic. Um. So yeah. Uh. And, and we, shit. We you know. <laughs> we get both Hal Jordan and John Stewart here um we get a surprisingly close take on uh, a a take of Batman versus Superman that surprisingly close to uh, what we got in uh, the movie, albeit with a little more a little more levity but um mm-hmm. yeah, enjoy Perhaps. the hell I enjoy the hell out of uh new frontier and uh i I'm pretty sure I bought it for you didn't I, Jason. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like to make sure that yeah, you, that was one that of those where uh, yeah, you you, you uh, we talked about it, and then a couple of days later, I had a pack and I was like, oh, okay. So on my, uh, yeah. I, I read that on my ill-fated honeymoon. It was one of the uh, <laughs> one of the highlights. <laughs>
2: um, so yeah, I I, I like the uh, the merging of the universes, the Earth Run and Earth Two multiverse. Uh, I, I love that they merged it and made it more of like a legacy piece. And and you know by the way that's that's the way you do a Justice League movie if you want to do one you you introduce it in Wonder Woman 2 we flash back to World War II and have her working with the Justice Society and maybe even that gives her the idea for like what you know the new like the new team should be called
1: yeah oh, well it's yes. one of the reasons maybe that she's so on board when um when Bruce talks to her about like we have to get together and all that like she's had that seed hanging out in the back of her head for 50 60 years like yeah we're probably going to need to mm-hmm. we're going to need to group yeah. That would be great, yeah. Just tying things together
0: is always a nice feeling.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that's what I got. What you got, Eli? <laughs>
0: um, I might as well move on to to my um, the the one I was sort of hinting at already. Um, my my Man of Steel two would have to be about Brainiac. Uh, we still somehow haven't seen Brainiac in live action on on the big screen. It's just weird to me, and I feel like it's it's we have uh, Superman Brainiac, I believe, the animated feature, and basically that's the same story as in Justice Two, where they sort of combine it with Supergirl's arrival, and in in that sense, I, I I thought might as well separate that and do something I haven't seen before to to really just make Brainiac about coming for whatever city probably metropolis uh, cuz i i feel like that's that's just such a big villain of, of supermans and i i need that in my life just mm-hmm. give it to me dc yeah now in your in your like it, iteration yeah.
2: does is someone just like some reporter call him brainiac or something or it, does he just go on like ah oh, that's my name i'm brainiac hey everybody i'm brainiac <laughs> some, about to take over your Ooh. shit, dog. I'm about to take it over. But
0: to...
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know why Brainiac is a is that's a an interesting character ca- from Rick and Morty in my head. But
1: <laughs> yeah, isn't every ever, every character, he has uh, <laughs> like he has so many descendants that are part of the canon. Has has he ever? Has there ever been a version where he just kind of says like, uh, you know, my name my name is Brainiac, and yeah, uh, I, you know, I didn't name myself that, but my descendants will name me that, and I you know, I kind of like the name. So yeah.
2: like my name is Ted. Um, I'm pretty smart. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Brainiac is just a nickname that those assholes in high school gave me. I never liked,
0: but uh, yeah, it took to uh, it. After a while. that's that's the sad backstory. Like that's how he became a villain. <laughs> yeah, he was bullied in high school,
1: and like he was all kids, were bullied in high school. else, and then he they become intergalactic villains.
0: So it happens.
1: Yeah, it's a basic course. If I if,
0: mean... if so, there would be an upside to bullying, but. <laughs> Unfortunately.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah. I I <laughs> that's one of those where like I kinda do want there to be like, you know, a real like earth like I want it to be a joke that they call him Brainiac. Like I don't want that to be his name.
0: Yeah, you could you could just sort of skirt around the issue the entire film and and not really address it hat on, but you could probably make it work as just some sort of rough translation. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, I have many names in many, many, many languages across the universe, and and this sort of approximates it. Like, that's
1: that's just what they come up
0: with. As, uh,
1: <laughs> I have many names in many universes. Or maybe they could do a time loop thing. All slightly derisive. You would call me Brainiac, here. Yeah?
0: Wouldn't
2: it be cool if, like, they did a time loop where... Lex Luthor, as a kid, created Brainiac, and he keeps oh, it around, wow. sort of like, uh, sort of he keeps it around, sort of like how uh, Tony Stark has his little like robot who like sprays him with the uh, with the fire extinguisher, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but as Lex grows, it grows, and and uh, as, you know, as some like in the future, we have a Brainiac at the end of the world who like goes back in time to ensure that Krypton meets the fate that it does. Ooh. Yeah. I, I think yeah. you just nice.
1: started to write Age of Ultron and then went a slightly different way with it.
2: Yeah. I started to write Age of Ultron and then I shifted into Mark Millar's Red Sun, I think.
1: But Yeah. Or um or the Krypton series yeah. sort of that's coming up. Yeah. But uh But
0: I do but yeah. I do that's that's a thing I think I, I didn't like as much about both Injustice Two and the Superman Brainiac animated feature that I don't know. I, I just prefer Krypton to be blown up because of well, the Kryptonians and not because Brainiac decided to blow the entire place to bits.
1: Yeah, it's more fun that way.
0: It's it's like for me it it would work just him stealing the one city before and and just the rest being their own fault for exhausting the planet and whatever. No, I did we'll like see the Injustice
1: on. two line about um you know the Things are more valuable if they're precious, so I destroy everything. I yeah. Learn. So in that, in that, that sense, co- I
0: can't really make it make sense for myself to to have him only steal cities and then leave everything behind. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, not sure how that would work. But then again, I'm not an expert on the entire history of the character. So what do
2: well, I, I think, know? I think the reason for galactic domination.
0: Kind of, we're very short on that too. Ah.
2: <laughs> I think the people. Well, the now reason...
0: I'm an expert on the history of the. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I think, um, I think the reason though, that people like, I don't favor the Kryptonians just like did it themselves. I mean, I realized that, you know, there's an allegory there somewhere, but <laughs> it always Maybe bothered me somewhere
0: deep, deep underneath the surface.
2: Yeah. It always bothered me though, because like, well, okay. In, in like the old, the old shit, it's just like unseen forces caused Krypton to explode. And you know now is you know they try to make it more of like a well the Kryptonians did it because they want to like drive the point home for the audience that if we don't put this water bottle into the proper container, but <laughs> I know it's not just that.
0: But yeah, no, it it, but, you know, it doesn't it, when have I, to be that preachy. I'd I'd hope
1: I've actually seen it be uh, almost in a few cases where that's the assumed like yeah okay we you know we know we're gonna overuse our resources and destroy everything. But where it gets preachy in a lot of instances isn't so much the like why didn't you help your planet? It's the the government we had in place just sat there doing nothing. Yeah, uh, it, that, like, like uh, when, in Man of Steel when they come in, and it's just everyone in their nice little robes, you know, and no one wants to do a damn thing to to save anything. Yeah, it's um it, it's been more yeah, of a I critique mean, of of uh, lame duck government than it has been so much a critique of our anthropomorphic use of the planet, but. Well, you know, one of my big problems
2: with Man of Steel, though, was that, like, you know, they're like, what would you have us do? I'm like, you've got these giant ships that you're putting, like, you're throwing aliens into, so you can send them to the Phantom Zone. How about use one of those ships to, like, I don't know, save some people? I mean, they can't be, you know, you can't, maybe you can't save everyone. I don't
1: know, fucking anything. (laughs) Literally all just sitting here. Just, just do Ducks something. in yeah. a semicircle row.
2: So I don't mind the idea that you know Krypton is about to explode in a few hundred years, and the, or that Jarrell is being like, "Hey, shit's about to go down." But I like the idea that like they were working on it maybe, and then Brainiac just expedited the process.
0: That's fair. I'm not saying you couldn't make it work. It's just a thing I've I've seen. Like, one after the other in a too short a span of time. Like, that's probably why it sort of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, oh, wait, this movie is the exact same thing as the game I just played, mm-hmm. and uh, come on, mm-hmm. guys.
2: I mean, yeah. I've also seen it where, like, Zod had a hand in destroying Krypton because he didn't like where their society was going. He didn't feel like it was, like, you know, what Krypton should have been. That's what, that's that's what you been. do.
0: I don't like where society is going <laughs> right now, so I'm planning to... <laughs>
1: Oh Lord! That's not yeah, even. I probably like, shouldn't Noah's say that. that on that's on the the just internet. blank slating it. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do you? What do you? What's step two? Well, you figure that out
0: after the mass genocide. I, I don't know. You put a world
2: uh, yeah. engine on Earth. That's. I think that's step two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Now
1: step but... one: blow up the planet. We all know they're fucked. Step two: we're gonna coast for a little while. Maybe hit Maui. Yeah. You know, chill. You know, think about ourselves. Have a good think. Exactly. Three. It's a lot more quiet. Probably very sci-fi. Yeah. Probably going to involve another planet, some kind of, I don't know, uh, haughtily named, dangerous sounding engine of some kind.
2: Right. And, you know what? That's something uh, something that's, that's always bothered me. When they've done it, uh, they, they'll, they like, have, like, they're sending Kal-El off in the spaceship as, like, Krypton is, is like, shaking and, like, dying. Mm-hmm. And they're everything is getting engulfed in flames, and then like there's Zod and his men running after Jarrell, going like you know, oh, there's a unapproved energy signature that could only mean the mean the launching of a ship. Let's go get him. Your world is falling apart. Yeah, but he's he's in a thing. Rules. So what? Yeah. But But
1: he. No, I mean there's a uh, spaceship. <laughs> literally, the world like, below you is crumbling. It's just this is. Uh... This is go say bye to people, or or go in the street, or whatever it is your last act will gonna be. But you're you're down to your last act now.
2: Screwing in the street, man. Heresy.
1: There would be a lot of screwing <laughs> in the streets. Like I don't even blame
0: people at that point.
1: So. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean,
2: well, I don't know if their leaders are looking around at everything crumbling and going. What well, would you have us do? <laughs> I don't. I don't know that they would well, think to whip it out. You know. <laughs>
1: I, well, yeah. Like that's the point where like you hear your leaders go like, "Well, the plan is dying, but I don't know. Are we supposed to do something?" You're like, "All right. Well, <clears throat> it's been fun. I think with my last twenty hours, I'm gonna become a heroin addict. That's how I'm gonna. Right? S- so I'm gonna spend my last half a day. Peace, guys.
0: Uh,
2: where were we?
1: <laughs> Who's uh, turn is I I think think was it's... last? So, Jason. I think it's me. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, let's do this. Well. <laughs> Let me go with Black Mirror as a movie. Ooh.
2: That's in my honorable mentions, I believe.
0: I still haven't read that.
1: It's on the long, long list. Oof. It is very roughly the story of Dick Grayson taking over the mantle, uh, having his qualms uh, with it and whatnot. And then uh, okay. also very much the story and uh, way more intriguing is, uh, it, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff in there with Nightwing, but... our Bat Grayson, whatever. But uh, there's <laughs> it, like James Gordon Jr. is ah. is the main the main focal point of this story, where he mm-hmm. returns after so many years, um, saying that he's he's on his meds and and uh, he's got his psychopathy under control or sociopathy. Better term. It's actually called Antipersonal antipersonal sociality disorder at this point. But whatever. Um, he's got. Things under control, and he's on his meds. And uh, after some investigation, it turns out he's re-engineered his meds so that he's more detached and less empathetic than before because he thinks that's a huge deal. So he decides he's gonna, okay. you know, out well, I need and... that recipe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. How do I do that to my pills? Damn it! You you need
2: to read the you need to read the story before you. You, you, <laughs> you need see to see what happens before doing yeah, that. <laughs> maybe before you
1: get real interested in it but it, it does have like a cool uh a, like a cool cliffhanger and a cool uh, the story sums itself up well with with gordon jr where it, it turns and by the way this has to be a rated r movie i, I need to stress that because yeah you, you look in the book and I there are, there are pieces of decapitated body hanging around um like he's he's it literally like, like just people yeah. in his basement while they're alive um yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, uh, it it goes for it, man. But great story and a great little, I don't know, it kind of it, it ties in not really well between like Grace and Dylan with uh, that kind of evil and like Gotham getting darker and darker, it seems like. And then, uh, you know, Gordon having to deal with the evil that's in his family. And then there's a nice cliffhanger where there was a plan to uh, unleash his new formula on a bunch of infants and basically make like a generation of, of, um, sociopathic babies and uh, yeah and, and he's you know some evidence to, to suggest you know kind of the cliffhanger is some evidence suggesting that he actually got away with that part of the plan
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um, anyway neat story I dig that yeah neat story It'd make a hell of a kind of a yeah, kind of a thriller I guess
0: yeah sounds yeah. like an
1: ending that Hollywood would never yeah. like but sure yeah <laughs> maybe maybe not I mean the, yeah it, it
2: in, it actually might be better off as an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true.
0: That works. That works.
1: Yeah, easily. Yeah, That's I'd be down I for that, that, man. I'm, 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 I'm going to call that my horror uh, section. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dave, what's what uh, you got?
2: Well, I've mentioned it on the show before. I'd be remiss to not mention it here. Uh, I kept thinking it was going to go into the honorable mention section, but... No, I really want to see it. Um, I really want to see a, a Booster Gold Blue Beetle movie, team up mm. movie. Uh, we can do first person narr- uh narrative or or uh, Skeets can narrate the origins for the duo. Uh, I've been envisioning like a buddy comedy, like a team up comedy uh, starring Owen Wilson and as Booster and Vince Vaughn as as a uh, Blue Beetle. They're mm-hmm. probably too old now, but uh, <laughs> I don't care. I'd still love to see them do it.
1: I <laughs> don't. Uh, they may be about right. Oh, okay. I mean, part of Gold's character is that he's a washed-up athlete. So,
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think
1: I, I think Wilson would play washed-up athlete to the to the tees. All you do is dye some of the little silver lining out of Vince Vaughn's hair, and you're on your way.
2: hmm And uh, but yeah, I would love to see that. And uh, you know, it's it was in my honorable mentions section, but somehow fits in as Justice League International. Uh, I'd love to see all that. As well, mm-hmm. but uh, as an extension of the Booster and Blue Beetle stuff, I don't really have a lot on it. I don't know what the villain would be. I don't, <laughs> I don't have like a real idea for the movie aside from the fact that they're teaming up and it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. I,
1: that's how I did my list. And you, it, you, you're you're going to build it as a comedy first, right? On that one.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is like you know I would you know do uh, the Owen Wilson Vince Vaughn version of Lethal Weapon.
1: Yeah, well, do it as as a. a it's almost like a, it's a. Com- if you're like you tell the protagonist it's a comedy, and you tell the antagonist this is a serious film. Whoever it mm-hmm. is, like don't don't come up with some silly villain. Like, let's get somebody real in yeah. there. Yeah,
3: that makes sense.
1: <laughs> and have them treat it like it's real, and then um... see that's how you end up with wonderful little scenes like uh, the dance off at the end of Guardians of Galaxy One. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing? Dancing? Doing a dance off? You know that kind of. That's. <laughs> I think that's how you end up with that glorious moment. <laughs>
2: Yeah. All right, Eli, what you got?
1: Um,
0: My number five uh, would be a Green Lantern flick that would come after the inevitable first one that will probably deal with Sinestro because we still haven't done that in the first one. And let's be real, it's Sinestro. We need to do that first. But after that, I'd like to see Atrostis or Necron. I really don't have... it, It was hard for me to choose... I feel like I don't know enough about either to really have a strong preference, but just something different. I, 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 I they, that would excite me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've I've heard plenty of good stuff about certain storylines that I still haven't read, so I couldn't just say, "Hey, let's put Blackest Night on air" or anything, because I just haven't gotten
1: through that yet. That one's honorable Yeah, it's an honorable mention, but it's such a convoluted story. It'd be. It'd be yeah, no. It um, you'd just complete, complete shitty really adapted two hour movie with it. You wouldn't yeah, be able to. I would put that together. <laughs> or, I mean, if you did, you'd have to take like just the top two storylines and then cut out a ton of fat. It'd be like, what do we absolutely need to tell the story? And then you know you'd get the inevitable backlash of like, oh my god, you missed so much. Oh, they no, ruined man, everything. They didn't have a five uh, and a half hour movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could adapt it in the sense that BVS is sort
0: of an adaptation of Dark Knight Returns, but it isn't. You know, like yeah. in, in that sense, you can just take concepts out of it and, and work yeah. with it and homage it without really making an adaptation that's just never going to be the same thing. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. We do need to go. Uh, we need a good Green Lantern. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, I have a Green Lantern suggestion as well. If I can, uh, if I can pull up my next one and, Go and stick it. with your Green Lantern theme, mm-hmm. um, there's a story out there called Hero's Quest. It is loosely, okay. loosely a, loosely a, a, a Dennis O'Neill situation, but um, yeah, I, it's, uh, I've heard it. There's a series of audiobooks that do like semi original material um, called Graphic Audio. Really love those guys. They they, they put out a fine fine product, and um, heard of them before. Yeah, yeah. You got. Still you, you, haven't you, tried it, but. It's about six, seven hours. Uh, sometimes they do bigger stories and go for two-parters, so it's like 12 hours. But anyway, it, it, it'll get you through a work day uh, wonderfully. And uh, one of the ones, I heard it there first and, and, and looked at it. It's got some... Um, they pulled a lot, but it's Green Lantern Heroes Quest, and it's basically Kyle Rayner's coming out party. Um, and they just... It, like, the story makes him so so wonderfully lovable. I it, It's the story of, like, the guy who gets the ring... Uh, almost accidentally and doesn't believe doesn't even believe it works and then is just at home experimenting with it and just the story of a guy that goes between like it's just some guy who doesn't have his his shit together at all i mean he's a graphic artist uh, illustrator whatever you want to call him i think he's like trying to do all of like every job that involves drawing in some capacity he's kind of trying anything he can to make that work and uh Suddenly he's a Green Lantern, and like it, the first time he meets the Justice League, it, it doesn't go, like, it's just awkward, they don't like him, they don't trust him, and everyone's worried about, like, that thing on your finger is, like, the most powerful weapon in the universe, what, what? who the hell are you, you know, <laughs> and, you know, just, uh, they just make you like the guy, they just make you like the guy a lot, and uh, got a great story about how, um, you know, uh, Gant that the surviving Owen after all the stuff that happened before, and, um, you know, some of his other Owens and what they want to do. And, like, there's a whole thing about how they're desi- trying to design the universe to be perfect because, like, they, they learned a lot from Earth where, uh, like, we have, you know, creativity and we have art and stuff like that. And the Owens really didn't have art. It was, so they tried it and, like, a bunch of funny stuff in there about, like, theater. They were terrible at music.
3: Eh,
1: eh, not great. But sculpture, because it was all mathematical, they were great at. So they decided to re-sculpt the universe. And um, in the process of doing so, it's one of my favorite lines, though. In the process of doing so, they kind of... Gent that suggests that um, a lot of what they did was just change the probability of certain things happening. And he references like, well, now you have a Superman and you have Wonder Woman and all these other things. And Rainer correctly, you know, balks at that and says like, wait, are you telling me y'all are the reason we have like superheroes? And it was like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. And super villains. I mean, we, we changed probabilities. And so, you know, all this stuff happened. And uh, And then poor poor Rainer uh, says like, what about Batman? He's just human. And gant like pauses for a second and just goes he's an anomaly <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> like, even the Owens don't have a really good explanation for Batman <laughs> anyway just charming ass story where like he describes like meeting Superman and and uh you know he describes it's like you don't really understand until you're in his presence and then you're there and it's just there's like he just he's just he just embodies hope like there's just you just see him, and everything seems doable. And then like, you see Batman. He's like, you don't even move, but you're afraid. Like you're, like it just, it just down your spine. You're afraid of him. It's like this is fantastic. Anyway, so wonderful story though about uh, Kyle Rayner saving the entire universe, and none of the Justice League de- believing at all that he did it until, of all people, like <laughs> Ray Palmer points out, like, yeah, there's some, uh, yeah, some of my data is missing. Now this makes sense. And then they kind of give him props, but neat. Yeah. Yeah. I, more, I, more things I'll end up reading.
2: I figured that would be on your list.
1: <laughs> really love that one. I've, I've fallen no. in love with that story.
2: Alright, so... Me now, huh? Is that what's happening? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's how it works.
2: Yeah. Alright. Um. Okay, I want to see Crisis on Infinite Earths, but I want to see, like a TV film version with, like, all the actors returning from, like, as many as I could get, you know, from across the board. Like, yeah, I'd love to see homages to the comic book counterparts and to the animated counterparts, but I would just, I really want to see, like, you know, as as much as we can from, like, different TV and movies and stuff.
0: Yeah, just everything through the years sort of in a compilation (laughs) eventually. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. If if you're going to do it,
1: you might as well... Incorporate as much as you can. Yeah, and based on some of the news this week, like maybe that's something we can actually look forward to. Yeah, maybe that's the like. Keep your fingers crossed. Maybe they're going to try it. Who knows? <laughs> maybe a bunch Someone of lawyers can agree Jeff on Johns some stuff. Enough freedom. Yep. Well, uh, Jeff Johns is a pretty intimidating guy physically. I just say you trap him in the room with all the lawyers, like him uh, and grab like yeah. Greg Capullo and put them in the room with the lawyers and go. We're going to agree before we leave here. That would work. Yeah, I, I. There's nothing ethically wrong with that. That <laughs> is
0: the case of of the means are are totally worth. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I would, I would go Machiavellian on that one. Yeah, ends worth the means or whatever. Obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: If it got us, if it got us red skies and and uh, and crisis, I would, I would be okay with a couple lawyers getting their arms literally bent.
2: You know, twenty twenty four, man. They actually, Flash actually lasts, that could be a pretty good time stamp for when a Crisis movie
0: could come out. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that's and, still feasible. Ooh.
1: You know, we're, we're so far away that if they really wanted to, they could start gearing that that direction and really nail it. I mean, what are they I talking mean, about, 2020
2: it. for a Flashpoint?
1: Exactly, yeah. Yeah? It's plenty more time to plan, to have all, all the, the things kind of lined up that you need to between all the different productions. Yeah. I mean, it could be done. Yeah. You've got years to get this thing planned. Mm-hmm. And the funniest part is, like, all you need to do is, is add some stuff to a, a few people's, you know, uh, I don't know how you would do it. Like, an addendum to a contract or uh, maybe a few people that are going up for renewal just say, like, well, even if your show doesn't last, we want you to, you know, try to be available for this thing we might do. Right. It, you I mean, you can just... Even if you want to keep your secrecy, you just tell everybody like, yeah, "We're hoping we get to do like a Netflix one shot, and we want you to be available for future stuff. So for like, yeah. for for two appearances, we may need you." And then don't tell anybody what you're doing. And then you know, in in 2012, be like, "Cool, we'll see you in Vancouver." And everyone shows up, and it's like every version of everyone that we've ever seen. Like,
2: oh my god! I mean, who doesn't want to see you know Keanu Reeves and Matt Ryan hanging out together?
1: That would be fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Sure. It's just Matt Ryan, just Matt Ryan over there with like you gotta lie, before, and then but... and then Keanu Reeves just hands him a stick of gum instead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be great.
2: Uh, All right, uh, Eli, what really you got
0: now? Uh, number four, if I am not mistaken, uh, I want a New Gods movie. I've I've been reading that over the summer. I I am. Sort of obsessed with with the fourth world. It's it's a thing that just really pushes all my right buttons. For some reason, I I do enjoy mm-hmm. like like world building and just something that's within the universe, but so completely out there and its own thing and another set of of toys to play with. It's just yeah, I'm, I'm I, I can't say I've read everything, but it's a lot of fun. I I, I mean, it'd be I hard. Like it there's been around for a while. Gen- Exactly. But there's there there are some lists on the internet, like, hey, this is every appearance, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna get through everything, but sure, I'll know where to start now. Um mm-hmm. but no, it's it's like we we sort of end up with Darkseid as a Justice League villain, okay, that's that's sort of it. But there is more to it, like more you can do with it, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I, I I want to see that explored in in some more
2: yeah, I've wanted to see something related to the New Gods for a long time. I always felt like it would probably be better as, like, a, a Netflix series or something. Or a, yeah, a, I mean, HBO minute, or I Stars don't
0: care. or not
2: Um I don't think New Gods was on my honorable mentions list, but the Forever People were.
0: Fair hmm. enough, fair enough. You get a pass on that one.
2: Yeah, I think, like, you do Forever it People, counts. you can kind of, like, jump into New Gods stuff, and then, like, but, I don't know, they feel very Guardians of the Galaxy, and now that's, like, an avenue that's open. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. well, shit, we should probably do that.
0: Yeah, and in a way that doesn't seem like, oh, they're obviously ripping off Guardians, which we've heard enough of by now. Right.
2: Yeah, at this point, if you do anything, you know, with more than three people that's, you know, kind of comedy-based, they claim that you're ripping off Guardians.
0: That's fair, yeah. Let's never do anything with multiple people and comedy-based stuff.
1: Every right? That's off-limits now, by the way. I'm pretty sure the Supreme like, Court ruled that only James Gunn can do that from now on. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. he still did it the best the first time, but hey,
0: whatever.
2: I, you know, actually, I prefer Volume 2.
1: I remember that, yeah. We we disagreed on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Volume 1's funnier, but Volume 2 was, uh, oh man, I wept.
2: I did too. I, I actually think Volume 2 is funnier as well. Like, I just think it's overall a better movie.
0: But, um, yeah, it's it's hard to make me cry, I guess. it's I, I cry a lot more about my own life than I do about films. So
2: Well, see, I do the opposite. I cry a lot more about films than I ever do about my real life.
0: Yeah, Well, me good too. for
3: you.
2: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's a tragedy. I don't know. Whatever. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, in my own life,
1: what I'm like, mean? I, I mean, Angel yeah, that arm Buffy? is going to be missed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but
1: hey. what are you going to do? Yeah, same thing though. You showed me like uh, you know, the first fifteen minutes of Up or something. I'm like, I can't watch any more. I'm done. I'm so done. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Just, just yeah. bawling. I yeah. uh, literally, yes. that's true though. I didn't finish the movie. I was like, if that's what the first fifteen minutes did to me, I don't even. I don't even care. I don't care what the rest of this movie does. Yeah. To be fair, that
0: is the best part probably because I barely remember the rest. There's something about a bird and a little boy and whatever, but no. kind of talking. No, it's dog like the first and, uh, part that sticks with you. Yeah
2: yeah, yeah. do you uh Eli, do you ever see uh my life with michael keaton and uh nicole kidman
0: don't think so dude it's like no. the
2: first part of that movie is like it pretty much just opens with like michael keaton like uh, recording a, a video blog or whatever you could call it uh for his son and saying hey by the time you you see this i'll be dead Cause he's got cancer, and like, mm, oh my uh, gosh, it's just, yeah, it's a great movie. And Is this a
0: suggestion purely based on making me cry, or yeah? No, I'll spoiler. Okay.
2: It does not have a happy <laughs> ending.
1: <laughs> well, they thanks for, cure for, for that, that guy. one. I'm gonna send you uh, a, a Futurama episode later. That that should do it. That's my my go to.
2: Yeah, the Futurama episode, Two Thousand you know Summers or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know which one. Um but yeah that's not the point of my life the the actual the that's not really a spoiler that that he uh, you know bites it in the end necessarily um it's more about the journey i, I, I totally I recommend it, it.
0: yeah um, now you've recommended seven movies for the podcast one day I
2: didn't, I didn't recommend it for the podcast necessarily but you know now that you mention it i, I wouldn't mind hearing you in your mind. i don't want to make it. a second list of recommendations <laughs> just
1: for me personally like Come on. <laughs> just to break you as an individual. That's all. We'll just make that list for you. No, well, I mean, it's just no, we want you to be a whimpering mess.
3: <laughs> like, and, there are movies uh, that
2: I would like to hear your thoughts on that I have no interest in, like, actually hearing you talk about on the show. Like, Days of Thunder with Tom Cruise. I have no interest in hearing you talk about that on the show. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, though. <laughs>
0: I'll I'll put it on a separate list. Fine, fine. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm like, hey, how terrible was that movie,
0: right?
1: (laughs) Oh, thanks for making me
0: watch it in advance. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Yeah, that's how you're going to feel afterward, too. Kind of used.
0: (laughs) 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 I'll, I'll mentally prepare for a long shower afterwards.
1: Yeah. You may want to actually shower afterward. Yeah. That'll be that'll I, be up to personal tolerance.
2: I kind of really don't. I, I was I just kind of drew a, a name out of a hat for the Days of Thunder thing. I I really don't. You don't have to watch that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair my enough. life though is
2: is really good though. For real, for real, Z yo.
0: <laughs> I'll remember that one. Who are we on? And If not, I'll listen to the podcast and cringe at my voice and remember what i didn't remember right and that's why we record things exactly it's it's all for our personal use of what did i what did i say what did those guys say to me
1: mm-hmm. how will i ever keep it all together mm-hmm. in my mind if only i had the patience Podcasting. to do anything more than guess jason i, I, mean, I used that to hang out like for hours of and
2: just talk and record ourselves just so we'd remember what we said
1: mm-hmm.
0: well that turned into this
1: very roughly. Yeah. That's
0: that's what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in a sense that's that's part of like mom even mentioned that at some point, like, I'll have her voice and a lot of it just whenever she's gone, eventually. So in a sense that's that's just a treasure to have, like conversations with people that aren't gonna stick around forever. But you yeah. know, it's it's it has some beauty. Absolutely.
2: Now it might get kinda creepy, you know, if you're you know Speaking of whenever she's gone, you know, and then she
0: we just talk comes back. about her death oddly often. Like well, it somehow <laughs> it keeps coming up.
2: Well, that's fine. It's just that you know, if you know, she comes back from the store and you're sitting there listening to her you're like, <laughs> you were gone. What was I gonna do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> then it might be an issue. Listening to your voice.
0: <laughs> I that's oh, That's what's going what to break like. you.
1: Is there's there's an effect that happens sometimes when you're listening to a podcast where you you want to respond to them because these people are in your ears and it, if if it's conversational yeah. enough sometimes you want to like ask a question or say something that's where it'll break you you'll be listening to one of them one day and like yeah. and and want to say something I can't anymore yeah you'll, you'll have a wonderful true. moment and, why didn't uh, I
0: say that one thing I wanted to say
1: yeah and uh, Dave and I'll obviously just be happy because you're crying apparently that's a goal yeah have. yeah that's mm-hmm.
0: That's that's all you, you want for me in life. That's yeah. wonderfully supportive of you
1: guys, yeah.
2: That's, well, that's I mean, not just, all I want for you.
0: We're just
1: trying <laughs> oh, to make... God. Uh, <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah. But well, this is the first step, though, is to make sure that you uh, can be reduced to a puddle. Right. Because then you we know, can trust you.
2: Here's a cool thing. I think, you know, if not for, you know, uh, your mom, then probably for us at the very least i'm pretty sure that we could probably just grab our voices like have a have a uh, like a little ai or something uh, grab our voices and people could go to our tombstones and interact with holograms of us responding based on yeah let's on let's the hope technology gets here. there
0: yeah we've we've said all the words basically at some point like at one yeah. point or another we will have said Anything you could possibly say, so they can just piece those words together and and create wonderful little sentences. That's how like just us. yeah. Had the creepiest chill doable. go down
2: my spine. Oh gosh, it's so creepy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it's any comfort, that's gonna be hard with current technology. Like the the lady who recorded Siri uh, went to work for like eight nine hours a day, like full schedule, to to record just pieces of words for like few weeks. Yeah. And and then she found out later when she heard her voice on one of the phones that she was Siri. Well, we've intensive right now.
2: I think we've got her beat, man. <laughs> We're on episode 425. I think we've got her beat. That's it's
1: impossible, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing the editing. That's 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 not happening, but um Oh no. It's AI, there, man. It's there.
2: I don't know what that means. <laughs> but artificial intelligence is going to come into this somehow.
0: Yeah. AI will have taken over by then anyway.
2: Yeah, they'll you know well. The artificial intelligence isn't gonna do any any of that for us to remember us. Just gonna roll their giant tank over our skulls while fighting the last remaining bits of the resistance. Right. Can't wait. Did neither of you get that reference?
1: No, missed it. What was going on? (laughs)
2: It's a direct reference to Terminator. Jeez,
1: too all long. Whose right, turn is it? Way too long. Um, I I, I think it's mine. I'll um, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna parlay <laughs> Eli's suggestion into the recent Dark Side War. Oh um, wow. yeah, just because as a movie, it's got such a it's got such potential to set up. Um, I mean, it sets up a lot. Like the three Jokers that all came out of that. Uh, a lot of the stuff they're doing now with the button came out of it. Um, mm-hmm. and it is a pretty interesting story of um kind of some of the some of the early days of of the new gods and especially like Metron's story. Um a lot of cool scenes with Mr. Miracle because why the hell not? Mhm. And um
2: <laughs> why the hell not indeed. Yeah. It, it just that's, one of those that's stories
1: where like for every Yeah. Just generally one of those stories where you look over it and you, it's just, there's a lot happening and it would be fun to see on the screen, and especially as like a, just a DCAE movie. I'd be fine with it. Like you could, because you could do Dark Side War and then, uh, even a couple sequels, um, probably based on all the, all the stuff they export. Cause you got to remember, we're also talking about like a, a, you know, it's a series in which, you know, Barry Allen becomes death incarnate for a little while and, and, um, you know the god of apocalypse is Lex Luthor. Um mm-hmm. Batman hangs in the chair as long as he can because he's basically the god of knowledge for a little while there. Like this is all there's just a lot to explore. Yeah. Um there are other examples, I forgotten them. I, I think some other people got some cute little abilities too. Like I think Shazam got some stuff going on. I, I, I forgot everybody's stuff. Sorry. But um there's there's probably plenty in there. Yeah. But even the <laughs> examples I can remember there's there's some stuff going on.
2: Yeah. I will be down with that. Yeah, I was I was gonna say you just want to see Bat God. You just want to see.
1: <laughs> I mean, Bat God's cool. Yes. Literally, Bat God, yeah. like the Bat Bard, or whatever you want to call it. Like the the he gets in trouble sometimes because some writers write him as knowing too much, and then you have a situation like this where like no, he's in Metron's chair. Bitch, pull over. He knows as much as he needs to know. Like we just that that complaint is yeah. not going to work for the moment.
2: Oh yeah, I'm buying the figure set. <laughs> I've seen it online. This Batman sitting in the chair. You want it.
1: That chair that my to me sometimes helped. looks hilariously as though it was made out of PVC pipe.
3: <laughs> what?
1: Every now and then I see a picture of that chair and, and it looks like stripped down, especially like the old days. It somehow looks stripped down in a way where I'm like, man, I, can, I think I can make that yeah, chair out of shit in my I garage.
2: <laughs> I feel that Don't way about the original it. Enterprise.
1: But that literally was plumbing supplies. Probably, yeah. Like, I mean, that's every how they time I did. see the original
2: Enterprise. Like, those nacelles. No they really did. PVC that was how plate. they
1: they designed it. Is like they went down the the plumbing supplies aisle of of whatever store they were in and went. Okay, we can use that. That 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 that. I yeah, mean, but you know, most Matt Jeffries was. I mean, it's brilliant how they did it. It's just that the funny part is a lot of those materials are, um, you know, if you broke them apart, could uh, you could flush with or through.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you can Does say that about a Hollywood human skull. Works
1: sometimes, yeah, it's true. <laughs> you can say a lot of things about a human skull. <laughs> human skulls are useful for a lot of things. That sounds like you one can of those. A lot uh, of it. That really sounds like one of those things. Like me and Dave, uh, when we lived together, used to like set a notebook out in the middle of the living room and put up like a bizarre title <laughs> at the top of the page, like 100 Things You Could Do with a hum- Human Skull," and just blanket and walk away. And that was like the challenge was like yeah. every time you walk through the living room you'd have to go off and be like, number three, flush. Or something like that. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Good stuff.
2: Really need I to think... find that anal beats list.
1: <laughs> really do. <laughs> and then explain ourselves better. <laughs> that very sounds thoroughly.
0: like an like another episode. <sighs>
1: uh anyway. no, the title of that list was uh it was like Steps for taking over a country using only a sex toy. And uh-huh. we got to like step 26 in this procedure. It was, yeah, th- that was the premise. was like, how would you use just the idea of of like something, some, well, it, we started kind of joking about like, you can take anything and make it a religious symbol if you really try too hard. <laughs> and that's where we ended up with like, what if it's something ridiculous? Like, what if it's like anal beads? Like, could you start, a, like, what if you could just like start a, you know, uh, um, a theocracy with anal beads, and we actually started trying to plot it out. We got about 24, 25 steps in, and then uh, I think I passed out laughing, and we lost track of the list the next day. That's yeah. a shame. That
0: should go to, like, the next generation, and the generation after.
2: You <laughs> like, I never want to be on the show again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I I do know that if we ever do this again, I probably should plan it earlier in the day. because <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I I, I should have figured this would go on for as long as it does. But uh, yeah, yeah, we
1: probably should have warned about that.
2: Now. Yeah. Um. Hilarious. I I I'm guess. still looking at a day
1: like, man, I've got so much I got to get done. <laughs>
2: All right. I guess we should move but along. Not right now.
1: It's, that is fair. That is fair. I need to do uh, well. Yeah. I need to be able to, you know. Work on things. All
2: right. All right. Moving along. Uh, my next suggestion is JLA Earth 2 by Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly. Um, I mean, why? How, how could you not? It's basically them going over to Earth 2, which is really Earth 3, but whatever. Um, Details. And fighting the crime syndicate from the evil antimatter universe. Um and it was it was kind of neat for a couple of different reasons but uh, primarily because uh you know everything is like reversed over there and Morrison's take on that was like as the justice league goes over and tries to uh take down the crime syndicate they're just like really ill equipped and it turns out because it's the evil antimatter universe like evil is somehow like the the rule of order there like universally um, uh, and then it like shows like pretty much the entire crime syndicate come over to our earth and like just Aquaman and Green Lantern take, or Martian Manhunter take them out or something. And like really quickly and <laughs> like with no trouble and it's like, oh, because good prevails here primarily and evil prevails over. It was real. it was kind of heady, but it was fun. Clever.
0: Yeah. I like it. That sounds like something I'll read as well. <laughs>
2: yeah, and of course, the most fun for me is just seeing like the different roles that he like he throws like like the big bad guy over in like Gotham as Boss Gordon, you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: nice, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: anyway, that's mine. What you got? What you got, Eli? Uh,
0: number three is uh, pretty much obvious and has been in the news lately. Uh, read some I, uh, that, that graphic novel uh, is so good, so good, mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I need that to happen, preferably with the same cast that we've already established, because in my mind, Elseworlds are, you know, d- another Earth still has the same looking people, but, you know, whatever, you, c- as long as I get it, i am not very happy. Well, not I, if, we do, happy.
2: if we do our Crisis on Infinite Earths so and we've got Grant Gustin with Ezra Miller...
0: Yeah, I know. That's that's sort of what happens with with TV and movies. But like in in just in comics, I'd always in my mind have Batman be the same sperm cell as the other Batman on the same on the other Earth, and and have them look the same. Just I, I'm not sure why it works like that in my mind, but I wouldn't I mind mean, that. But oh, I what do you can. do with
2: like? Well, yeah, I mean, it's just you know you got like. The Bruce Wayne in you know Gotham by Gaslight cannot feasibly be the same sperm cell.
0: No, no, fair enough,
1: fair enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's
1: not. A, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a concept in philosophy though of like of uh, when they talk about multiple Earths or multiple dimensions or infinite possibilities in particular. When they they say that uh, and and the idea of infinite possibilities gets down. It's so discreet at some point that. It's literally everything that has ever happened or have or will ever happen in this universe, as opposed to the next one, is exactly the same. Except I have literally one more hair follicle on my head. Mm-hmm. It, when you get to infinites, it doesn't have to be blocky. It can be that simple. Nothing uh, will at all yeah. at, at all change, except that when I perspire and when I expire, it will be with one more hair follicle. That's it. I mean, yeah, you can keep your, your you can keep your version of like um, yeah. that. You know that sperm and that egg making basically that character over and over again. It's fine.
0: Thank God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not philosophically incorrect in my multiverse. Assumptions. No, it's
1: it's like the Grant Morrison has embraced this more than anybody. That, that um, like they're all valid. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean you're not
2: philosophically incorrect, but you're not philosophically. Cor- I mean, you know, you, <laughs> you're oh, incorrect and oh, correct at are the same time. Saying... <laughs> Everything is. <laughs> One hundred percent probable in this in this notion of the universe or the multiverse. So,
1: yeah, well, that's the fun part about philosophy is you you can be wrong, but you can't necessarily be right. <laughs> well, I, w- I wasn't expecting to be right at any point during this show. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that would yeah, that would be a, a a foolish goal for this kind of show. <laughs>
2: But yeah, I've got Red Sun on my list, actually. Um, I, did too. I had
1: to mark it right off. I mean that's just we all we all know that. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we had people write in saying similar thing. Like we we all know that's just yeah, a damn good story. Yeah. I mean, and, and if you don't know what that done. is,
2: uh, Superman Superman lands on, uh, in the Soviet Union instead of in the US. So uh I mean we got the Green Lantern Corps, the Green Lantern Marine Corps, I should say. Uh freaking Lex Luthor like Reverse engineering alien technology for Kennedy, I mean it's it's kind of brilliant. It's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way that one ends, you sort of referenced it earlier. It's it's so good. It's so clever. I I really dug it. It's
1: and like Luthor is kind of the guy you're rooting for the whole time. It's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a it's a wonderful premise, and he does a great job with it.
2: I love the lowest bit. Why don't you put the whole world in a bottle, Superman? Like, ah, oh.
1: that's that that sentence like. Oh man, that that it's one of those where you, like you read that and you have to like you know put the book down for a second and like deal with it internally for a few minutes and then read the next page. Like, yep. And I've done that where I've read something, and went, oh fuck, <laughs> and just had yeah. to like, sit down and process it for a second.
2: Which I, I love the like like, like dude the, the ending for Red Sun is is amazing. I don't think I want to spoil it here in case anyone hasn't read it, but uh, Grant Morrison takes credit for that by the way. So. <laughs> of course, he's friends so with Mark Millar, and...
1: and makes a lot of sense, and makes you think.
2: <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite Superman stories,
1: easily. I mean, it's uh, yeah, for especially in the Else worlds, it's like All Star and then Red Sun for me. Maybe the two most provocative Superman stories.
2: Mm. All right, where are we at? Who whose was that? Was that yours, Eli? That was mine. Yeah. Our, uh since we already talked about, it, you want to just go ahead and. Go back to Eli
1: because <laughs> it was on. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I guess I just crossed them off your list
1: as well. I mean, we all had yeah. them, right? We all had Red Sun. We all knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. well, makes
0: sense. Um, then I'll just move on to my my number two, which is Injustice, uh, which I I I'm not sure if I would want them to go in a in the direction of just straight into the games story or or start off with setting it up. With year one, like from the comics, I'd like that. It's it's just so good. It's mm-hmm. really really enjoyable, and the story. I really don't care what people. Yeah, what people think that wouldn't be acceptable to a mass audience to have a, a, an evil Superman. It would ro- it would rock. It would be mm-hmm. so so good, and it's it if you especially if you start off with a uh, year one. It's not so. Uh, so out there, it's not you landed in a world where Superman's evil. You actually see him grow in that direction and and get darker and darker. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you you sort of still sympathize and It's 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 really interesting. So it yeah, it says something to similar that.
1: like uh, this is how we watch the the hero that we all love become the tyrant that we fear, or something like that. Because yep. in Injustice Two, he's trying to give like a recap almost and it is it's one of the greatest premises uh like one of the just just first chapters uh, ever i think for a superman story is like he gets tricked into killing lois and their child mhm yep. and you know, what and the is the entirety of Metropolis, but nobody cares,
0: yeah. But
1: uh... details, details,
0: <laughs>
3: it's, Sets it's off the a child, let's be whatever. real.
1: But yeah, like it when he, it, to me, like when it hits him, is like when he hears that second heartbeat, the tiny heartbeat stop. It was like the everything the Kents taught him was irrelevant at that point, and it, it does. It was, it's a, it's a fantastic starting yeah. point for, uh, for what is a really great story, especially. Uh, I just caught up on two finally, thanks, YouTube um (laughs) just went ahead and did that's the way to do it yeah i finally broke down but (laughs) it's a great premise and a great freaking story and what surprises me is that the game is so successful with you know a few million purchases and it doesn't translate at all to what people want to see on the screen for some reason how many complaints did we all hear about ah bvs that's not my superman and that's not my batman and then yeah. you, you look at injustice, and you are like, "Man, they're doing the they're doing the crap out of that story over here," and we're all eating it up. What's the difference?
2: Uh, I don't know. There seems to be a disconnect somewhere. Like you know, people are watching some so of these people who are claiming that that's not my Superman. Claims like Superman doesn't save people. It's the murder verse, et cetera, et cetera. And I am like, uh, he, there was a whole big montage of him saving people in BVS. I don't understand. Yeah, but it was yeah, just a montage. A lot of
0: willful insurance Yeah. <laughs> All right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how much do we do? We need three movies of him like saving cats out of trees and shit for you to like. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah. If, even that is is said like like Batman says he does that they're saving that he's saving cats out of trees. So that that must have happened. It's canon.
1: <laughs> he must have literally saved a cat from a tree at some point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne must have read about it in the Daily Planet. That's 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 happened.
2: Because every time he saves a cat out of a tree, they write a puff piece editorial.
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah. So he says every time that me Such means a this.
0: dark universe. Oh.
2: <laughs> Look at him saving that ship full of people. What a bastard.
1: Anyway. Yeah. Safely lowering that exploded shuttle to the ground. What, what an a goofy asshole. He might as well have a handlebar <laughs> yeah. mustache.
2: I bet he's listening to Chris Cornell right now. Oh wait, wait, Chris Cornell died. Uh, we love you, now, Chris. No, uh,
1: no, uh, now, uh, that was the first movie. He's moved on to now. His favorite band now is probably War on Drugs.
2: Right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, gosh, I mean, it's, it's so hard to get people to, like. So it's just so hard to get people to understand. Like I'm not the hugest fan of Man of Steel. It's okay. It's fine. I liked it, but it's you know, it's got, I have right. issues with it. Um, I was but entertained. BBS, That's all i got. Yeah, but BBS, you know, people are like, oh, he's so mopey. I'm like, dude, he's saving everyone and nobody... Everybody gives him shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, he has every right to be ever so slightly mopey in that movie. That's kind of the point. Yeah.
1: yeah. I agree. It's and like even, people... even, even having watched Injustice 1 and 2 as a storyline at this point, there's still, like, mm-hmm. the fun of Injustice 1 was... This guy has no intention of moping. Like we're talking about a guy that that fries Billy Batson, Billy freaking mm, Batson. Yep. That is a fourteen year old boy. Just, just, just fries him. Just executes him. Summarily executes him in have front they of fixed, people. Like, it, it's, it's what?
2: Have they fixed the Novak problem?
1: The Novak problem. What's that?
2: Remember when we when we were playing it, the first Injustice and we realized that in all the cutscenes, Superman just looks like B.J. Novak. And it was really distracting?
1: <laughs> yes, now he looks more like Tim Daly, and it's kind of also okay. distracting. <laughs> All right. But they did fix the Novak problem, in particular. Uh, yeah, well like, it, Series 1 and that, he's just so freaking, he's he's just, he's a, he's a despot. And then you go to Series 2, and they have to team up a little bit, but he's still not... I mean, you can. You, you know, he's still him. Like, he's not going to be. Yeah, they tackled that really well. He didn't suddenly change and become an ally. He was still like,
0: if he could, he would go back to. It's just they were on the same side for a before.
1: That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he has absolutely. Uh, he, he has every intention of becoming a tyrant again. Like he really believes that this new edict of his is the way to go. Like that's how he saves humanity. Yeah, he brought order, and that was that was his rightful decision. Man. Yeah. And it was the right decision to do. And that's, again, that's why the Injustice uh, storyline worked so well, was uh, if you can, if for just a second you can kind of believe what a villain's saying, like, well, that makes some sense. That makes a great story.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I listened to that episode of, what was it? What was it called? (laughs) I can't remember. There was some podcasts that we were just, uh, they were going over the best kinds of villains. Imaginary Worlds. Imaginary Worlds, Yeah. Yeah. I listened to a huge the amount evil of that, plans. that sh- like <laughs> but yeah I mean I don't know it's pretty obvious in the annals of uh, narrative but uh it's kind of a fun episode to listen to anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah Injustice like I haven't I haven't I don't know what's going on in Injustice 2. I haven't I haven't seen that yet. Well I, I'm, like I'm I said it's true. Sure if, if you've
0: seen the animated feature about Supergirl and Brainiac it's it's Generally, that except with a Superman that was evil before.
1: Mm. Yeah, actually, that's pretty.
0: Yeah, all right, and some other characters thrown in that are just fun. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Oh, right, who's
1: and up? you get to see Swamp Thing not wasted.
2: Oh. Oh yeah. Uh, Stupid Batman and Harley Quinn.
1: Yeah, we're gonna do a <laughs> we're gonna do a, a callback here.
2: Though that did make me laugh.
1: <laughs> it did, but it was like. By that point in the movie, it was like, are we just giving up now? Are we giving up on... The, we're, we've given up on this being a good movie, haven't Because they're making I fun gave, of themselves for their own writing at that point in the movie. I, oh, fuck.
2: I gave up on the movie when, about the point, Harley... I don't remember what happened first. The the dance scene in the club or Harley farting in the car.
1: It was the farting. But, it was the farting.
0: Yeah, I'm still really glad I haven't seen it. I I feel sort of Clean and and saved from this experience.
1: You you yeah, should just uh, keep yourself your as mentally of, sterilized as possible. Yeah.
2: On your watch of uh, the animated series universe, just ignore that one. It's not real. Yeah,
0: I wasn't planning on including that somewhere in the middle of season two or anything. Yeah, no. Yeah,
2: no. I mean, well, it'd have to be after everything, but no, it's not exactly. It's, it, it can't would be have canon. Been weird. So it's not canon. Just screw I have it. to be really really
0: <laughs> bored at the end if I yeah
2: yeah. Alright, who's, who's who 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 is who's up? I don't I don't know. I've lost track.
1: Uh, I think I'm up. I think I'm up. Yeah, it's it's you. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go with another one that um kind of out of the graphic audio canon. Mm. Uh where like there's a paperback for it, but honestly I can't even tell uh, which one's the horse and which one's the cart. Um there's there's a story though of uh flash stop motion. Okay. It has to do with uh with Wally West and mm-hmm. um it's, it's kind of a neat thing. It's um, somebody using uh, metagenes, metahuman DNA to uh, try to reconstruct a speedster. But when they do so, they create something called superluminoid that doesn't move by going... This creature doesn't so much move from X to Y within a universe as uh, Barry does. But this creature moves between universes, like finding wormholes huh. every time it moves. So uh, it can oh, wow. go from X to Y within one universe, but it does so by uh, you know, essentially you know, skipping itself like a stone across a lake to the other side. And every time it does so, every time it touches the other universe, uh, it destroys it entirely. So every, every time this Ooh. thing moves and it cannot not move, it's part of its nature. It has to keep moving. So every time it moves, though, it's destroying one of the infinite universes with every footstep. I, wow no, that's terrifying neat and okay. really cool antagonist for me and it does this wonderful job of explaining uh what wally west is really capable of like it makes him probably the most powerful member of the justice league for a few minutes um does a wonderful job of, of roping in iris and and uh and it just uh kind of gives her like a, a place on the kind of a place among the heroes for a second there um like she her DNA is, is extremely particular and uh extremely potent. Right. so in another in another one of these infinite universes, um, she is at this point an unkillable creature that lives in the speed force that uh you know, the the way they did that was they just threw into the sun over and over again. And this oh, right. version of her survived as and and you know, so many others didn't. That kind of thing. Mhm. Just a lot of really neat... esque Yeah, yeah. And and a lot of really cool kind of sci-fi concepts um, going on with the Speed Force. And I love the Speed Force because it's like this uh, cute extra dimension of physics that you can just make up the rules as you need it. it, it, And when you do it well, it's not like you're making up the rules as the story dictates. It's like you're playing with uh, science and just kind of using it as a playground. It's a lot of fun for me when people do that. But, um, man, eh, really good story. Really uh, great glimpse of Wally and where he exists uh, like among the team. Yeah. Like wonderful scene sounds of him cool. uh wonderful scene of like him playing like they call it still the bacon mm-hmm. with Superman where it's like you're on opposite sides of a room and there's a there's a ball in the middle and you have to get the ball and get it back to your side of the room. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. imagine Superman and Flash playing that game. It's probably over in less than a quarter of a second, but that was a, you know, whole set of moves, right? Yeah. Um, all anyway, right, some great scenes of just just kind of silly stuff like that. Cool. Definitely want to see at least an animated universe.
2: Reminds me of something from, uh, the comics where, uh... I can't remember what was going on, but, uh, Superman's trying to talk sense into Barry. And he's flying next to Barry, and he's like, uh... Well, I mean, if you want to stop me, you'll have to catch me. He's like, "Well, I've beaten you. I've beaten you before." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, come on, Clark!" And he just like takes off and leaves him in the dust. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
1: Oh no, he says like, I've, uh-huh. "I've I've beaten you before. We've raced for charity," and he like starts running backwards. I think at that point, and then just takes off way faster than Superman can fly. and says, Clark. That was for charity. Yeah, just, something like that. Just yeah, yeah. ghosts him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a really As cool story. It should be. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't. At a certain point, you just have to go like, "Why do we need anyone but Superman?" No, there have to be reasons. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's
2: it's
1: it's wonderful too. Like, so a lot of Wonder Woman's weapons are magically based. They can she she can kind of face him when she has to. Like Green Lantern is still, you know, it's the big, it's the greatest weapon in the universe. He's still got that going on. Like Barry Allen can beat him on speed. Batman just just outthinks him in general. Oh. It's nice for him to be in company that he's kind of. I like to think of him as the moral leader, but um, like they can take him. Yeah, you know, hell, Martian, Martian alone power. is is what the
2: <laughs> his morality, I guess.
1: <laughs> that that is to me that is his morality because he is. Yeah. I mean, all these people can take aspects of him, and I think the team could take you know uh, Superman down, but you know by themselves it's they kind of like be able to. Should but it, by himself it's it's like in a one on one battle it's like you've got one angle I've got five what do you want to do and,
0: yeah you know, it is I mean, still well, Superman Batman
1: alone. Yeah. I, and, um, <laughs> Batman alone yeah and Batman alone has it's... like doesn't
2: even really technically have to take down Superman I think like Batman's just got like he's got booby traps set up like just in case like just at any given moment yeah. there's probably a satellite. Is hovering above wherever Bruce is, and then he goes, "Oh, there's Superman coming to do some harm." H- Hulkbuster that shit, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. like you could see like Superman pinning him by his neck against a wall, and and Batman being like, "Okay, you can do it, but you should know I have brother Eye outside the satellite with a giant ass <laughs> laser."
2: <laughs> Why does Batman sound like Rick? Because <laughs> his neck's being compressed. Oh man, that's funny. Pickle Batman
1: It's <laughs> pretty much what we watched in that episode <laughs> That is pretty much what that was Do you watch the Rick and Morty,
2: That's... Eli?
1: I still haven't gotten started
0: My little brother just Oof. put it on, on my Netflix account at some point So even if I started now we'd be messing up each other's where were you kind mm. of uh, thing So I'll get to it eventually it will be one of the greatest many, many discovery things. periods of your life.
1: Fantastic Can't show.
0: Wait. So I've heard from a lot of people so I was like, "Oh, thanks for starting without me. I would have liked to watch along with you. Yay."
1: Just just <laughs> do whatever you got to do. Cancel whatever appointment you have to do. Just catch up with him and go.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's a uh that's a solid piece of advice. Yeah. Uh did you have more on 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 universe ending? Uh,
1: Speedster. <laughs> oh, me? No, I just think it'd make a great animated movie. It Like, cool story, wraps itself up really well, right in the canon, a lot of fun to animate. Yeah. I think it'd be a fantastic DCAU or UA, whatever one we're calling it.
2: All right. All right, well, I guess that's me now. Um, yep. I'm going to go with Justice League, The Nail, and subsequently another nail, but uh, it's by a- uh, Alan Davis and Mark Farmer. Um, as per Wikipedia... Uh, it is set in a parallel universe where Jonathan and Martha Kent's truck experiences a flat tire caused by a nail, which prevents them from discovering, uh, (laughs) Clark. Um, so Superman never happens. Oh, and, uh, we pretty much just get to see, uh, what happens with everyone. Like it's pretty wild, man. It's, it's crazy. Like the first couple pages you see like the Joker's got alien gauntlets that give him like telekinesis. He forces Batman to watch him <laughs> nice. kill. He forces Batman to watch him like crush Batgirl and Robin right in front of. Him. Just like just crush him. It's it is rough and amazing. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, very dark story. Very good, uh, interesting tale. Uh, so uh, yeah, I totally uh, I totally want them to, to do something with that at some point. If if not a live action movie, then a than a um then an animated feature I, just, I feel like uh it's one of those great things where uh you really get to see like uh, how important superman is
1: and uh, yeah and I and think that and gets and back and to I that whole in general moral like those leader thing
2: okay you were both talking at the same time what <laughs> <laughs>
0: whoops. I, I, in general, just, just like those stories where if you change one thing, you get that butterfly effect of everything being messed up.
1: It's mm-hmm. it's really interesting.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Jason, what would you have?
1: I just like the idea of, uh, like, Superman's real power for me, short of everything else, is him being a moral compass. So I like the idea of him not being there and seeing kind of, you know, how, people, how these people go about making their decisions without him there.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... And the, and the whole thing is sort of like the story's like theme is um well they use this old this old uh, poem to to set up the story uh for one of a nail the shoe was lost for one of a shoe the horse was lost for one of a horse the knight was lost for one of a knight the battle was lost so it was a kingdom was lost all for the one of a nail um
1: great setup
2: i don't know yeah great setup uh Really, really fun, cool story. I, I just really enjoyed it, and uh, I won't spoil the ending for the first one. But that's definitely one that both of you need to get your asses onto Amazon for. Uh, I know. <laughs> so I'm a wish list. <laughs>
1: it's just it's, uh, sitting there, waiting for me to have money enough to buy it.
2: It's it's good. All right, let's let's go on. Move on to the next.
1: I believe that's my number one, right? Um
0: it's sort of been mentioned before but I'd love to see the crime syndicate in live action-hmm so uh, I I my, my most recent exposure to it has been the the whole forever evil uh, thing and how that plays out into the next arc I believe so I, I I'm really intrigued by just those those characters and and the whole opposite world and it, there has to be something great to be done with that Uh even even a, a crisis on two Earths animated movie was still a lot of fun. Just just mm-hmm. Owlman and Ultraman. It's 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 all wonderful. I I I really enjoy those those characters and just the concept. And it's it's one of the most obvious and yet very fulfilling, very very satisfying uses of a multiverse. Like what should we do? Well, here all the heroes are evil. It it seems very simple but it's it's still very creative and i i really
1: enjoy it they also yeah, did man. uh like brave and the bold messed with that a little bit mhm and i uh, need to get on that oh man that, you did! <laughs> like
0: i i haven't even gotten through the animated series so you know before i get to brave and the bold
1: it's it's going to be a little while it is i i, I admit like you, you could watch them in tandem and it, it didn't it wouldn't matter it's not like they're going to connect a lot but strangely there is like one scene where it will all connect but the um <laughs> a couple nice yeah um but yeah like it's it's it is a nice like if you can make it through kind of the the pacing and the seriousness of BTAS and the the series that followed or get all the way through like Unlimited and Mask of the Phantasm and uh you know Return of the Joker and all that then shoot over and I have seen the the movies yeah yeah um enough they're going to make Sense in kind of a different context if you watch them, and know, knowing what the series does. But then uh, you go over to Brave and the Bold, and it's this wonderful, like, I don't know, man. It's it's like getting a second wind in a lot of ways. Because the original uh, WB star the original Dini and, and uh, Tim stuff is so – it's such a, a whole world. Like, it, it takes a minute to take it in and to really deal with it. And then you, you get over to Brave and the Bold, and it's an entirely new world, and it, it's, it's just – it takes – as much time to invest in, but it's it just it reeks of fun, man. The the show has so much fun being itself. It's kind of hard to describe. Nice. I'll I'll get to it. I'm sure.
0: As with a lot of things.
1: Yeah, yeah. We all live that struggle. Mm. <laughs> Only so much time. <laughs> Took me two years to do Smallville. Four, if you include all the time Dave's been pestering me. That's right. <laughs> Maybe six. It's been a while. Like well, the, I,
2: I I've been pestering you since I was since I lived alone in that apartment. So it's probably been it's, like six yeah, or you're seven. right. It's
1: probably been six seven years at this point of, of like the moment oh, you realized I hadn't even seen that it. Bad, bad then. Plus, whatever time
0: I'm on like episode four. <laughs> yeah, but I've started on it at some point. Uh.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I uh, yeah I could deal with a crime syndicate movie, just a crime syndicate movie. Actually, that would be a really
1: fun idea for a TV show.
0: Ooh, yeah, that too. Make it happen, people out there. Damn it.
1: Well, it would be. you know, I mean, and E three, the only hero is Luthor. I mean, um,
2: wasn't wasn't oh, the yeah. jokester? Wasn't he a good guy too?
1: Oh yeah, they added some more. I think so. Yeah, they added they added some more. But like originally, it was like Earth's greatest hero was was Luthor. That's what I should have said. Um, it would be a lot of fun to kind of you know find a Rosenbaumy kind of gar- character to to do that again. It, it, <laughs> yeah. And Rosenbaum did a great job of uh Smallville obviously. Is uh he did a great job of being menacing and also kind of charming. I mean he, he was a, a just a really well-rounded character by the time they finished with him. Yeah. So it would be a lot of fun to watch him, you know, be Lex Luthor but somehow be Earth's greatest hero and I mean yeah, I could mm-hmm. I could dig a show like that.
2: Yeah. I'd be really into that. All right, Jay, so what you got? What's your final one? Or do you have more than one?
1: It's <laughs> let's, let's try one more. That uh again, I'm going to go back to my uh Netflix series idea instead of movie. Uh-huh. No Man's Land as an as a mm. as an actual Netflix series. Mhm. I could see it. That makes sense. So much going on there, you wouldn't want to shortchange it for you know a few episodes or uh, even even like uh, you know Sherlock does like an hour and twenty per episode and it's like three or four episodes. Even that mm. would be maybe shortchanging something like No Man's Land. But I mean, there are there are whole whole arcs in that. I mean, you have, you have like a, a ton of time with Harvey. You have a ton of time with Penguin. You have like a whole. I, I mean, God, it's the entire. It's almost the entire Rogues Gallery that you've got. Whole sections of story with to play with. I mean, that that could be like pick two or three of those. That's where we're going, and then you know where it where it culminates, especially as a dark Netflix series, where it culminates with um, with that murder and with that arrest. Oh fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably just incredible. And you know, like, can imagine an entire first episode. Imagine like an entire first episode where it's um, the the destruction of of of, uh, of Gotham and and so on
2: yeah that'd be that would be a really cool thing to watch
1: and you know a bunch of Old... bunch of stuff in the background about how you know Batman's been gone for for how long now and stuff like that
2: mm-hmm I dig it
1: what do you uh what do you got yep would be dope Dave I think you're uh, I think you're here to wrap it up on on that one yeah,
2: yeah um so basically I want going back to uh <laughs> the retro sci-fi uh period piece. I want a Superman movie based in the Fleischer style. Um,
3: <laughs>
2: I, I want to, nice. you know, let's let's actually instead of just having a, a random unnamed scientist, let's do Lex Luthor, but you know, keep the bird, keep the little black bird that jumps around and squawks and stuff when he does when he pulls levers and when whatnot, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we can have him like you know reference some of the uh, the serials, uh, maybe not the. Uh, the 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 racist ones, but <laughs> you may need to
0: <laughs> perhaps not think yeah. better of some of those episodes. Sure,
2: I seem to remember there was a there was a Japanese guy in a in a plane who wasn't portrayed yeah. very eloquently. Um, Oof.
1: there that was around the time where uh, a lot of writers used the phrase Orientals, mm. and
2: um, actually, I think the the name of that episode was Tours.
1: That sounds right, and wow, that's
2: just not gonna work. But, um, really, (laughs) really big like (laughs) old timey robots being you know fighting Superman. Superman fights a freaking kaiju in one of them, Um, (laughs) just a big ass (laughs) lizard creature, you know. Uh, All of There's like the the dudes who like dress up like they're like they've got like bullet helmets on and they get inside of a giant bullet and like fire themselves at the city. I want to see all that shit i want to see <laughs> that's just so stupid but i want to see it uh, <laughs> again you know very very old style uh movie serial type of sci-fi aesthetic that i'm looking for in uh there and um you know we i i i, I don't mind if lex luthor is behind most of those things going on like in his endless quest to take down superman and but it would I. There's no way it would have to end with uh, them uh, say you know Perry White being like oh, well uh, Lois you got the story and she's like yeah but you know, the day was saved thanks to Superman and then we see Clark like take off the glasses and look at the camera and wink. That would just like make my life. <laughs> that would just be the thing. that's, <laughs> that's all I want.
0: Yeah, this this might be the least realistic one we've we've
1: discussed, but sure,
0: <laughs>
1: it hey, would be it would be you know, fun to see like the DCAU people take on the the Fleischer universe though. Just the animation alone that, would be a lot. That of fun. would be neat. Yeah,
2: I want a live action. That's what I want. I even want like I want the grease on the film. You know, I want the grease on the lens.
1: It the might glamour be less shots realistic uh, than the uh, Kingdom Come, but.
2: Well, the good thing about it is it wouldn't cost like any money to make.
0: <laughs> that's that's
2: fair. They wouldn't even have to release it in theaters, you know. Just release it on DC All Access or whatever the hell it is. They're that little streaming
1: service. Whatever, whatever you're about to charge us for, yeah, yeah.
0: Just just send it home to you, ultra low budget and just one disc for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So. I have honorable mentions. Does, does anyone else have honorable mentions?
1: Uh, I, mm,
0: I sort really. of skipped over them, so I'm sure you have most of them. <laughs>
2: Probably. What did what, you say, Jason? Nah, I, I didn't get to those. Alright.
1: I've got what i got. Uh, it?
2: Well, here, here are the honorable mentions that I just we, didn't want to get too in-depth on, but... Uh, uh, ambush bug. Absolutely, want to see ambush bug versus his arch nemesis Argyle, the sentient sock.
1: Now we we've got a pretty um, good pitch for that somewhere on record. We do.
2: Um, yeah. Batgirl Year One, Identity Crisis. It, man, Identity Crisis was on the list on the real list forever. Like it just it just uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see a trilogy of Nightfall, Night's Quest, and Night's End. Uh, of course, where Batman gets his back broken. Uh, Justice League International, as I mentioned, uh, everything Dennis O'Neill, Chuck Dixon, and Scott McDaniel did for Nightwing, I want in movies. <laughs> everything. Everything they did. Just all of it. Um, <laughs> Lobo. I want a Lobo movie somewhere. Uh um, there's a nice... Birds of Prey. Uh,
1: there's a nice kind of like Last Sons thing on the graphic audio and it's other things. But, um, mm. it's like Superman, Manhunter, and Lobo going on a mission together.
2: Ooh. Uh, yeah, so Birds of Prey, I don't care which iteration. Uh, Shadow Pact, although I'd probably rather that be a uh, a television show of some sort. Um, I love Blue Devil and and Detective Chimp and Ragman. Holy shit, how do we not have this already? Um, <laughs> you know, Batman Year One is an obvious one. Superman for All Seasons, uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, wonderful graphic novel if you haven't read it. And uh, I think it would solve a lot of the issues with. You know people's problems with the with the current Superman because it really does harken back to the classic Superman. I mm-hmm. had Black Mirror listed. Uh, uh, Whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow by Alan Moore? I'd love to see that. The Idiot yeah. Root by Peter Milligan. I mentioned that earlier, kind of, but uh, actually, as far as really...
1: honorable mentions, uh, if I can add to yours, there's a Whatever happened to Cape Crusader that should be like part oh, one, yeah. part two of a film.
2: Yeah. Uh Genesis by John Byrne and Ron Wagner, uh, really cool story about an alien invasion that also includes uh shit about uh the new gods and I mean we get deep into the 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 new gods mythology, uh the old gods being a part of the source wall. It, I mean, it's a big epic spanning tale. It's really cool. Um Tower of Babel by Mark Waid and Howard Porter. That was on the list yeah. for a long time. All-Star Superman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Grant Morrison and Frank quietly was on there. I would like to see a movie. Yeah. I think a good idea for a, bat, a solo Batman film to just set up the universe. Almost got him. They could just adapt that from the animated series and have like the, the Rogues sitting around talking about how they almost got Batman. Um, mm. yeah. With vignettes, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. I had death and Death in the Family, Batman Long Halloween, Batman Dark Victory again. Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Uh, in game, oh yeah, yeah, uh, and in-game basically anything Mark yeah. Wade, anything Mark Wade did in the nineties, <laughs> like just anything. All right, so do you guys have any thoughts on any of that?
1: Yeah, they all sound Sounds
2: good,
0: but uh... good most of what I remember, yeah. <laughs>
2: all right.
1: Now, yeah, in, in game right, uh... stands out as like a nice follow-up, especially to. Uh... Death of the family, uh, yeah. death of the family. Yeah, I mean, you, really, just like Scott Snyder should just have his own set of three movies.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I say screw, screw the universe. Turns out Scott Snyder did an entire universe all by himself, and we—that's just it one, kind of, of, be, the, you, one the of the one of the worlds in the multiverse. Not,
1: like Snyder, uh, Scott Snyder has gotten so good at adding spokes to the will that I—I I think mm-hmm. if you just ask him right now to come in and take over the DCU and include all his stuff, he could probably get it done
2: mm-hmm probably i would be okay
1: why not? Just got a real time right, so like, let' slipping something in and going like, oh yeah
2: <laughs> all right so uh, we'll run through some uh, of the uh some of the stuff that listeners uh suggested over on instagram uh j b eighty seven underscore twenty three says he wants to see the flash, so that's <laughs> broad but
1: honest i guess
0: fair, fair enough I'm uh, guessing he'll get that. I mean, eventually.
1: It's slotted, so you're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that helps. Yeah.
2: Over on Twitter, uh, this is just the Twitter section here. AJ Sims, legendary newfie, says This is cheating because it's already live action, but I would like the story of Smallville season one condensed into a really great movie. I responded, "Superman Birthright" by Mark Wade and Linial fa- Francis U. And uh, said to be fair, Smallville the complete series—that's com- Smallville the complete series condensed. He says, "Yes, I'd love it. I would want it to be its own thing, though. I wouldn't want this to connect to the DCEU." Uh, Superman Birthright's pretty good too, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, Bob Murphy. So I've heard. <laughs> Bob I, I also, just not- for
1: reasons of consolidation, would like Smallville season one to only have been two hours.
2: <laughs> it could have been if we cut out all the will they won't they relationship bull crap um, uh, yeah. or the freaks of the week and just make it about Lex right uh, Bob Murphy at Sports Nut Bob 81 Blackest Night good special effects and it will be a visual masterpiece uh, Josh McKay at Red Arrow X3 says if they did the story they did for Arkham Asylum video game that would be amazing Imagine tight, close story no, with sense. many villains. Uh, Scott, hashtag Team Batman, Scott Squadcast, uh, ScottDC27, said Identity Crisis. Nuff said. Well, I mean, uh, man, yeah. it would be really hard to do that story and have it not be an R rating, though.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah, but whatever... <laughs> I, I mean, I am of the age that I do not care anymore about uh, our ratings, so
2: I, I care in as maybe much the as the studio does, but if they did test screenings of Suicide Squad and they were like, the audiences don't like the domestic abuse aspects of Joker and Harley's relationship, they're not going to dig on, yeah, you know, okay. Dr. Light enough. and all his shenanigans and identity crisis. <laughs> That's just not, anyway. Um,
0: yeah, if if they had the guts to not like out of it and and keep that sort of thing intact then i'd be a lot more comfortable giving them the opportunity to make that but yeah yeah i, I it probably wouldn't happen anyway we'd like to see it so yeah
2: yeah um so uh, eli hernandez also wanted identity crisis uh neil isn't witty on twitter also wanted identity crisis uh neil isn't witty though also said green lantern and green arrow hard traveling heroes uh it's a, it's a personal story about self-discovery healing and forging an iconic friendship uh that would be pretty good um rocky larusso at rocky larusso uh says kingdom come epic themes and action which might be well suited to the big screen andrew Getzi. Says war drums and war games. I'd love to tell the story of a female robin, but I'd have to write it. And I guess I would mm-hmm. I could have a cameo from Joss Whedon's Batgirl. Like I love that. Like, I guess I could have Joss Whedon's Batgirl. Eh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll back into it. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ben Sayer at Ben underscore Sayer underscore twenty one oh five says Crisis on Infinite Earths cool. Look amazing. If uh, tied in with the arrow verse ending with Barry hitting himself, the lightning, uh, you know, tying back to episode one of the, the CW show, they could replay the scene from season one, episode one, then fade to black. Hmm. I'd be down for that. That'd be really Mm. cool. Mm -hmm. Um, nerdy. Tastic says world's finest from Superman, the animated series. I think it has the right balance of action and tension between Batman and Superman without delving into bombast. Um, I like a little bombast, but you know what? That that world's yeah. finest was pretty damn great.
1: It was pretty great. <laughs>
2: uh, the DC Comics Squadcast, DC uh, DC Squadcast, uh, says Kingdom Come. I'd love to see the older versions of these characters face the end of the world plus skeleton dead man plus the Scrooge effect.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. attend.
2: Uh, <laughs> Greg at the Bat Daddy Fifty Two says this may sound weird, but with, with the right casting and director, and a remake of Batman Forever would be pretty cool. And I think a Batman Eternal story would be great too, dude. I just think you like the idea of Batman being infinite, Batman Forever, Batman Eternal. Thank God. Come on,
0: yeah.
2: I'm not the only one seeing this.
0: It it is a a, a nice idea that he is eternal and infinite and forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's comforting. It's it's a nice thought. I I get that urge.
2: Yeah. I almost choked up because of the ending of Batman the Brave and the Bold. I was about to say, you're
1: going to laugh uh, (laughs) and cry when you... I I was literally thinking about that. Yeah. (laughs) First thing came to mind for me as well. Oh,
2: man. Yeah. Uh, Tim Rooney at uh, Timothy Rooney 2 says, Batman Venom, Bruce's journey in that story is incredible. (laughs) I believe that's the one where he he gets addicted to Venom and then has to, like, get over it. That is rough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Randy at Randy SF forty five says, uh, "Batman Night Cries, Catwoman Year One, Mad Love, Cataclysm slash No Man's Land, and Sergeant Rock." So, I Solid mean, list. I'm not interested in the Catwoman for some reason. <laughs> I just yeah. don't want to see her be a prostitute again. Uh. Mm, again? again. She was a, a prostitute in Batman Year One.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I know, but like in in mainstream live action movies, we haven't seen that or no, getting not. some aspect. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like most people out there on the street when you ask them, "Hey, who's cat moment?" The first thing they say probably wouldn't be, yeah, the prostitute turned hero/villain/ slash I'm, I I'm guessing that's not at the top of their list. <laughs> that's probably
1: <laughs> accurate, yeah. It's
3: probably.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, the the fair. the thief and the blah blah blah, not um and bear in mind she turns up, it's year 1 and dark knight return she shows up and it's, these are two of the most iconic books in in which she's referenced as being a prostitute.
2: Yeah, she she like runs a brothel. Yeah.
1: That's just and Frank she's really kind of up, the retired madam, you know. Yeah, I mean that's that's sin city like everyone
0: is a prostitute. If you're female, you're a prostitute. That's how it works. <laughs> that's Frank
2: Miller. Yeah. That's Frank Miller.
1: (laughs) That's fair.
2: And if you're not a prostitute, if you happen to run a bar, you're going to have sex with Batman on a pier. (laughs) You know it. (laughs) Yeah. And you're dressed like a prostitute.
1: (laughs) But who isn't?
2: Well, to be fair, though, Black Canary was always dressed like a prostitute in the comics. (laughs) For the most part.
0: That's why we love her. I
1: mean, yeah. That's That's not why I love her. That outfit is fishnet. What are you going to do? Yeah.
0: I mean, you can't do it without him.
1: Yeah, like, and I, I feel weird when see I'm seeing a version that doesn't have fishnet or at least see-through stockings on the bottom. It's it's it it doesn't look right in a way. Uh, it looks like just another black leather costume,
0: generic superheroine. Honestly, and, and at this it's point, not necessarily area. It,
1: yeah, it's just another actress on the CW that happens to have that black jacket, who is wearing yeah. whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: they did do a oh, weird
2: thing. Yeah. In the... In, like, the late 90s, where, like, I, it was real super weird to me. Like, they had her in, like, a long-sleeve jacket type of situation. Like, a long-sleeve... It wasn't a jacket, it was more like a tunic. But, um... And then they just had her in, like, a fong, And I was like, wow. <laughs> like why... <laughs> why is this? This isn't... Okay, this is strange. Crotch
0: protection. That's that's all that's good for. Oh, Lord. <laughs>
2: All right, oh, yeah. so over on Facebook, um, gosh, I can't read that name. All right. Sammy Montiel says Crisis on Infinite Earths and in Red Hood. Charles Johnson says Alan Moore's Swamp Thing Run. That is a solid that's, call.
1: That's Yeah, that's solid.
2: But that feels like an HBO series or a Starz series yeah. or something.
1: HBO and Netflix star, wow. anywhere that's willing to do a rated R, like, let's give it eight hours at least.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Alonzo Bynum II says Green Lantern, because he's part of the Justice League and Green Lantern Corps. Uh, Joseph White says Blackest Night. Nate Lucas, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Julio Cruz Ocampo says Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, J. Scott St. Clair says pick, yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earths. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh, people have heard of that one.
2: Uh, he also Maybe. says Fingers Crossed for a Live... fingers crossed for a live action Rick and Morty, cameo in crisis. (laughs) Why the hell not? Sure. James Hewing says, red sun for me or justice league war. Although I feel like war is what we'll be getting in November. In a way, I really want to see the moment where bats takes green lanterns ring without him noticing. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be down with that. That's always, I
0: wish that was in there. Yeah.
2: Uh, this one was pretty interesting. Uh, kind of an inspired choice. Uh, Elijah Hamilton says, Green Lantern Mosaic is John Stewart's only solo solo title, but it's a good story that shows how complex John is as both a master builder and a destroyer. Also, it'll bring attention to his uh, opener-of-doors birth prophecy that's been forgotten.
1: Hmm. All right. Nice.
2: I, I
0: would... Original I would, picks are, are... Yeah.
2: Um... Let's see. You mentioned Ahmed Pryor and his death in the family. Uh, Jason Smith says, Sergeant Rock, the last, the lost battalion. It's a great mix of actual historical event and fictional characters. It's an amazing story, too, about the uh, 400... Uh, sorry. Whatever. The 442nd uh, Battalion... Made Japanese-Americans in their sacrifice to save a lost American battalion in France. Not enough recognition given to these American heroes. Legion of Superheroes, uh, the Great Darkness Saga. Um, Legion of Superheroes is such an underused property. As superheroes, as sci-fi and as the future, what a great sand- sandbox to play in. Anyways, this is probably one of their best stories with a great twist slash reveal. I agree. I love uh, some Legends of Superheroes, um, but you know what? I don't think sci-fi has much of a place in American cinema, like, yes, we have science fiction, but with like comic book movies and superheroes and stuff. But when it's actual sci fi and they go into the future, um, and we have like alien worlds and shit, people don't really tune out. I mean, uh, they, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy might be the, the one exception to that that I've seen where it just like does gangbusters. Yeah. Um, mo- I mean, most of the time, these things are kind of ignored.
1: <laughs> so, well, it, people have properties they yeah, latch onto. Yeah. I mean, Star Trek and Star Wars are uh, international brands. It's just, but this Star point, Trek to, doesn't.
2: But Star Trek yeah. doesn't make that much money,
1: dude. Star Wars time. is
2: fantasy. It has over time, and it does in merchandising because of the fans. But in, in terms, and of Star Wars like, being fantasy, rolls is, out to go see mm, a movie.
1: No, no, uh, they they still make their money in the theaters, though. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Star Wars does. Star Trek, we'll see. It's apparently well, Star going to, try Wars, to kick off a whole uh, network. Sorry. Uh,
2: yeah, Star Wars makes his money in merchandising as well, but I mean, Star Trek is much less known, recognized, and accepted. It's just, it's just not I just nearly as accepted.
1: I know. I, I just no, think the level. So um, no. They, they 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 both have a like a huge uh, market share of, of just humanity, but still, you've got a. I don't know. I it, when it's palatable, when it's like, uh, give me the same thing, only different. A lot of people are willing to go, go on that ride. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know how much... I, I think sci-fi has got a, a greater chance than we give it credit for in the box office. It's just that a lot of people get... Eh, if there's too much exposition, for instance, it's people get off mm-hmm. the, the train too early.
2: It's just, if you're going to do sci-fi, you're going to have to make it look really super funny and fun.
1: Yeah, it has to be relatable very early. Yeah. And then you can do some exposition, you know, a third yeah. of the way through at least, but...
2: Right. But you know what I was thinking, though, is Legion of Superheroes, I think Robert Rodriguez would be a really good director for that. He could do darker stuff, you know, like, uh, you know, whatever that was. That, um, Don't know. What'd you get? Desperado. Well, yeah, he did the Desperado movies, and he, he kind of did some of the Grindhouse stuff with Tarantino. But then again, he also oh. did, like, the Spy Kids stuff for his kids. And the Spy oh, Kids yeah, stuff very much feels around. like Legion of Superheroes.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Mia Hooker says Death of the Family and uh, last but not least Deej Penhollow of the Nerd Talkalypse podcast says uh, it's not a new suggestion but I just watched Assault on Arkham and decided that that's what Suicide Squad should have been uh, yep. now under my answer I think I'll go with Crisis on Two Earths because there are so many fun moments in that movie and I think Crime Syndicate would be Dope AF I think that stands hey. for Apple Farm
0: Yes, not. yes, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm not a native speaker, but I'm pretty sure that's it.
2: Yeah. So uh, he no, thinks crime Good syndicate picks. would be dope. Apple farm,
1: right?
0: <laughs> and um, it would be one hell of a dope apple farm.
1: Yeah, the place we all think of when we think of you know images of happiness and whatever. We think of apple farm, and we do it with such regularity right. that we've just abbreviated it to AF.
0: Yeah. Basically. And know, the crime syndicate is also very calming and, and in that same
1: sort of vein. Calming AF.
2: But yeah. I don't I don't think crime syndicate would be a dope apple farm. Sounds like a lot of uh bad seeds. Depends on whether you ask, you ask them. <laughs> a lot of bad seeds, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. Talk to them, whole different conversation. Do you get it? Seeds <laughs> Alright. We're <laughs> we're done here.
0: <laughs> i i this may maybe the longest episode like, we've ever done it might be. i'm I'm glad to be on it <laughs> I feel honored now
2: <laughs> all right um gosh if you've listened on to the if you well if you if you're still here listening to these words um
0: God help you good on you
2: thanks I don't know who you are or why you exist, but thanks
0: um <laughs> unless you skipped ahead and cheated like right that's that's the exception in that case go back because there's a monster
2: what the hell's happening um. uh, all right so uh Eli thank you very much for being a part of the show it was my pleasure um once again go check out Eli's podcast stealing the remote it is phenomenal yes,
0: please do uh we are also on Twitter at remote stealing and uh Anywhere else you can find us by that name.
2: Yeah, and we have a link to uh, Stealing the Remote as well in our Friends segment. Uh, we have a Friends page, and we have a little like Friends side tab on DCOnScreen.com, which is where you can find us, as well as on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook under DC On Screen. So, uh, and you can also call us and leave us a voicemail, 205-259-6331, and we'll get to that on our news episodes. Um,
0: Wait, you're telling me I could have just sent in a voicemail and skipped the whole crossover thing? Yep. Oh. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. That's, uh... Good to know. Yeah, okay. I, uh, I, well, I mean, we say it every week. I thought doing you your were research, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no.
1: I, I just now... <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Instead, we've tricked you into participating in three hours of our lives.
0: Well, and staying up late by your standards. <laughs> there are worse things. Yeah, yeah. I usually would have fallen asleep by now, I'm pretty sure. And it's not even that late, i just go to bed early.
2: Hmm, yeah.
0: Well. But it's worth it.
2: <laughs> We're gonna get out of here. Um,
1: he says, <laughs> one foot into a we dream. should.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you guys for listening, uh... Again, thank you, Eli, for being a part of this episode, and uh, your show's amazing. Everyone should go check it out. We'll be uh, we'll be back next week with uh, some kind of a news. I don't know. <laughs> Until then, keep some DC on your screen.
0: Me, 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 but also you. <laughs>